There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Oh, hey, get ready to enjoy this great podcast with Courtney and her friends, fueled by salt and smoke. You're cute. Welcome to the Courtney Show. The whole gang is back together, St. Louis. Look at us. One day only. Look at us now. <laughs> it's a one you, day only sale. Are you gone? I'm gone after today. <laughs> uh, so funny. Hello, Christopher. Hey, good morning. Haven't they had enough of, of of us, at least in general, with the uh, twelve hour? You would think fifty k a thon. They wanted more. Yep. Yeah. And they want, mad that there's not a podcast. Of they it. want more Chris Convey. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that can't happen. And <laughs> I don't. It wouldn't even be anything. Yeah. What would it be? Yeah. Call now. Yeah. yeah it's us saying the phone numbers a bunch. It's like there's, an infomercial. There's some Guy Phillips stuff that yeah. maybe's worth salvaging. There were but some moments. In hindsight. Uh, do you think of it very fondly? Because I'm sure in in it, it was like, you know, it was tiring. But are you like, oh yeah, that was great? No, no, it was <laughs> it was it was pretty rewarding. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you're yeah. happy with the result. Yeah. Yes, like Tim had this number so high, and yeah. Brando and I were like, what are you doing, man? Because yeah, what did you? What were you two hoping for? Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. 30 would have been that's off the charts. You know, it's not excellent. a 24 hour thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not, a, yeah, it's 12 hours. And so I thought 30 was a fine goal. It mm-hmm. sort of proves that all those idiots doing 24 hour athons <laughs> really blew it. They're still, <laughs> they're, they're still making more. Yes, they are. Donnie made what, 90,000? Yeah. Oh, yeah. last one. That's not nothing. No, it's that not. That ain't nothing to sneeze at. But it's not good for your health either. No, <laughs> no. So, I yes, it was, I mean, you know, we have the best family of listeners. You know, they just, they're very caring people. They right. do things on their own. You know, they, they put together stuff on their own. This yeah. is all them. And uh, so it was really cool. And all these businesses that that uh, supported it as well. You know, I, I just yeah. think everybody got into that spirit. And we had great stories from some of the patients at St. Louis Children's Hospital. Uh, we had a few of them come in. and oh, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. And montages of their stories and what they went through and how great. And people love a montage, too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. They do. I mean, it just puts it all together with a lovely little song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was, there was it's one. It's all over like that. One that had a Jason Mraz song No way. In it. Yep. Scooby boop It was pretty good. Uh, but all these kids... You know, I think the oldest was Luke, who was, who oh, yeah. is uh, 18. 18 or 19. Yeah. I called him Lou when I first met him. And then I thought to myself, what kind of 19 year old's named Lou? <laughs> it's it Luke. Happens. Uh, he, it's like all of them want to do something in the field of medicine or. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, because at such a young age, St. Louis Children's Hospital is such a part of their lives. So. That changes you. And so well spoken. Mm-hmm. These kids are wise beyond their years because they had to go through some pretty serious stuff. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I'm through I'm happy. Happy about it. 
But that now, after today, I'm done. You're happy to be done? Yes. With, uh, you know, work nice for a little while. vacation? Because uh, what's happening? We're we're doing the show till Friday? Uh-huh. And then Christmas break? Yes. All right. How are you? Tell us all Good. about it. Good. Yeah, we, we were, we, Nikki and I were all over the place and... I mean, I, the amount of work that Glade, like the amount of sets and stuff that Nikki did, like leading up to this, was pretty, pretty extraordinary. And she was amazing. She did such a great job. And you're th- you're, she's real happy with it. Yeah, she is. And we're, you know, we're also ha- same same thing as the radiothon. We're happy to be finished. <laughs> I mean, there was so much work leading up to yes. the filming. Yeah, I mean, just the grind of it all. Nikki did I, basically. I guess she did four nights in a row at Brea Comedy Club, and then she did like five or six sets a night in Los Angeles for like three or four nights. So she's then, just hopping from yeah, club to club, club to club, oh, going man. back. Sometimes you just you'd go, you'd go to the comedy store, to the factory, to the comedy store, to the improv, and then the improv. Like it was, it was. There were some wild nights, but they were really fun. And we ended. Oh, probably my best stories. We ended. Every night, Nikki and I would go to this um, restaurant that is called Swingers. It's with the restaurant that Drew Carey, like, writers could go there. Oh, and eat say, for free. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, and so we got a lot of food paid for by Drew Carey. It was really nice. <laughs> uh, but we went in every night. And the second night, every night we see people, like, that that Nikki knows, you know, comedy or comedy-adjacent people. And um, the second night we walk in and there's these two, two like, you know, good looking L.A. ladies sitting at a booth together. And they're like, Nikki. And Nikki's like, hey. And I, and I introduce myself and I talked to, talk to one who's closer to Nikki. And she's like, I'm Brittany. And I was like, hey, Brittany, how are you? And I talked to the other one. I go, hey, I'm Chris. And she goes, I'm Brittany. I was like, there's, there's no way that that's real. <laughs> and so and so Nikki starts talking to one of them. So I start talking to the other one. Brittany A. Brittany, I talked to Brittany B. Okay. Or as we fi- come to discover, Brittany F. And um, she's like, she asked me like two questions about me and Nikki. And I, uh, and I answered pretty quickly and I go, who cares about me? Like, tell me about you. Like, what, are you married? Who's your, who, you know, like, how's your husband? What's going on with you guys? And, and, uh, and she goes, are you serious? Is that a serious question? I go, yeah. Are you, are you married? What's your story? What's up with you and your guy? And she goes, I'm married to Tommy Lee. <laughs> No way. <laughs> She's like, nobody's ever asked me that. <laughs> that Brittany Forlan. Yes. Yeah. I just oh, assumed. That's funny. Yeah. You should have been like, who's Tommy Lee? Yeah, I should have. I was like, I was like Tom, shut up. Tommy Lee Jones? You're with Tommy, yeah, Tommy Lee Jones? <laughs> so she, Did you know you could use his name and it's acceptable <laughs> yeah. in a trivia game in, in the Midwest? So I was like, I've like looked you up on Instagram before. I was like, I've seen you. And she was like, yeah, Tommy Lee. She's like, why did you ask me that? And I was like, I don't know. She was like, you, you remind me of somebody because I said like, because I started with what's your like, what's your beeping story? And she was like, God, this guy, he's like, because she's from Philadelphia. She's like, oh, here, he's like, he's from Philly. He's just asking me flat out questions. <laughs> like, like get right to the interrogating point. Interrogating her. <laughs> Oh, so, that's funny. Did so, you yeah. say, I saw your boobs? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like most people have. Because do you remember the, um, when the, when that Pam Anderson thing came out, like she and Tommy like made a statement and made like a thing of it. Like, no, like 
we're happy or whatever. Like, we don't need this sort of thing in our lives. So I looked her up back then just to be like, who is this gal? Mm-hmm. And then I looked her up again that night to see stuff. And she had a, she said, had like a post that said like, happy anniversary, baby. And it was a picture she photoshopped with her and Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, really? <laughs> no that, way. Yeah. That is very funny. So yeah, so that was like, that was kind of a. Did she do comedy? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did Nikki know her or no? Yes, Nikki knew yeah. her and the other Britney. The other Britney, like, is a is a comic as well. Mm. But I, I don't know what she's from or anything. I think she also does like YouTube videos. It's funny. So many of these comics now, it used to just be like you were a comic, and now you're a DJ. Well, no, it's <laughs> like you're a YouTube or or TikTok yeah. star or something, and then who also like goes and d- does comedy. There's a guy who parks on the sidewalk at the factory. I don't know his name. And we're like, man, who? That must be like Aziz or some big shot comic. And no, it's like a guy who's wildly famous from YouTube who also does comedy and he thinks he runs the show. At one point, can you call yourself a TikTok YouTube star? Star? Like how many? I don't know. What's the number? I don't know. Oh, like of followers? Like when you're becoming an influencer? Yes. Yes. What is the number? Is it number of views? I mean, I think it's followers. And I think influencer, you can't call yourself an influencer either unless you have X amount of influence influencies. In- influenza. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Unless you've done the Oregon Trail. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. But it was cool. We also you bounce from club to club, so you'd see like we saw our city our city hall did like ten minutes on like, have you guys heard this uh this band, Dave Matthews Band? No, <laughs> no way. He and he just kept talking about Dave Matthews Band. It's like he was like fully stuck in like the early, the late 90s. Did he really? Was oh, it yeah. not done ironically? No, at some point we were like, okay, is this, at first we we're like, whoa. And then it was like, oh, maybe he's being funny? Yeah. Maybe he's making fun of Chris Rock acting, pretending that he doesn't know what Lululemon is. Oh, right, right, right. Last special. <laughs> and then we got to see so Sarah Silverman was out so like you're hanging out and Sarah Silverman's backstage and she and Nikki are clowning around it's funny to have hear like Nikki making Sarah laugh because Sarah was one of Nikki's yes. like was you know kind of the person Nikki modeled herself after so long ago so to see them clowning and laughing at each other was really fun too and yeah like other other oh we saw Martin Lawrence doing no a show Martin. Martin was he great you know, he's still like, you know, I think he's he had some he had like a stroke a long time oh, ago wow. and there's still like the effects of that, but he, you know, he was still still martining around up there. So oh yeah. Kind of good. You live such a different life than us. What's that? I'm trying to think of the most exciting person I saw, Boo Boo Gomerick. Uh, oh, Saturday. Boo Boo. Yeah. 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 Celebrating her 80th birthday. She's more spry than most of these comics. I'm telling you. She really <laughs> she is. She can plank them. Talk about an influencer. <laughs> she is. She definitely is. Uh, so now now it's uh, just editing and... Yeah, we've got... To, so he did two shows and did like an hour 20, hour 25. Did you think hour? Yeah, something like that. So... You know, we got we've got some work to do. We got to get it down to like fifty eight minutes or something. So, <laughs> a lot of really funny jokes aren't going to make it. Mm. All right. Well, I think that today our listeners uh, can, because you have a lot of catching up to do with the show. You guys can send stuff in to to let Chris know what he missed while yeah, he was yeah. gone while you were away. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So you can uh, catch up 
there were any inside jokes. Were there any inside jokes? Oh, I'm sure there's God, a dozen. There something. Anything yeah. that's going to stand the test of time, though. That's what I want to know. I mean, you oh, missed... yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, your sign. Mm-hmm. That's been the promo that's been running. Oh, it is? Yeah, don't Wait, be willy. Don't be all willy-nilly oh, yeah, with, with your, your willy. willy. Oh, boy. Yeah, it got real <laughs> dirty yesterday. It came out of the blue. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very blue. <laughs> <laughs> well, just about pee drops in the bathroom. Oh, okay. That was my strong opinion. Like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, no, it's a pro- it's a problem. Yes. Here. I even heard from Jody uh, at the front desk. She's yeah. like, what is happening that's, in there? That's my big... Yeah. Well, I, it's it, bad. It'll be interesting to see. Is it continuing this week? I not everyone... Certain people are gone. ...is in the building. Certain yes. shows are out. I did not go in there... I, I think for the yesterday? sake of research, someone needs to investigate. Go check it out. Yeah, you're gonna have for, to keep an eye on that for Tinkle Tracks. for sure. Uh, so yeah, so text Chris about what he missed or didn't miss, or just uh, any questions you might have for him on, while he was off on his travels. Yeah, you missed Schmee's, uh first. Oh yeah, Schmee's came in for the donated a thousand dollars on behalf of all these downtown Belleville businesses. Schmee's. Um He brought you a special gift oh, as yeah. well you in your stuff. size. Oh yeah. Oh you yeah. Are, that never happens. You yeah. Are, you do, were, do you even know about the big ragu pizza at Benny's? Yes, it's the coolest thing. Yeah. That's amazing. It's available now at Benny's. And are, people we are got getting some it. gear for you. People are getting it. Oh yeah, they're getting it and they're loving it. <laughs> <laughs> it's got extra sauce, man. <laughs> That's kind of crucial. Yeah, I agree. I I. If there's not enough sauce, just send that thing back. Yep. Apparently, I missed the GTG in the studio. Yep, they came uh, in. Yeah, a lot of them. Uh huh. They sang. Uh, Bernadette was on twelve uh, string guitar. Twelve string yeah. guitar. No way. And they came in and sang as they delivered their donation to the St. Louis Children's Hospital of thirty seven hundred, like a little over. That's you know, insane. Thirty seven hundred dollars. I mean, the hospital must have been like, "This is crazy." How I haven't heard a thing from the hospital. No way. Like- well, I mean, we we were we got out of here, and then yesterday I didn't really talk to anybody. So I mean, I talked to people around here, and everybody was just blown away mm-hmm. with how much we raised. That's it was, awesome. Yeah. So it was a good... God. Almost you, a little too blown away. Almost they were just like, your show? <laughs> <laughs> your show. You guys? You guys? Yeah. Uh, anything else before we move on for the... With the day? Anybody? I, I, I pulled off a rare maneuver yesterday, which was very exciting. Because, you know, the shopping season is... It's, it's here. It's upon us. You know, like anything you go to do at any time during the day now is... Crazy. I went to Costco on the way home. Normally, not many people. Now, even though it's 11 o'clock, it was crazy. And so I did the thing where I was like stuck behind somebody, like, and there was a line of traffic. And I'm like, I think there's, I think I can double back and get out ahead of where I am right now because there's like a real bad bottleneck. And so I paid attention to the car that I was behind and then I doubled back and I saw it as I was driving out. Like, oh yeah, he's seven cars back. It's a good feeling. So you made the right move. I made the right move because you're like, I never make the right move. This is a big, it's, it's like the, you know, the picking the right aisle at the, at the checkout. Like you just think there's no way this is going to work out. And man, it really paid off. (laughs) Congratulations. You guys to know that. All right. I was pretty excited about it. Tim. That's really great. I mean, I can't top that. That was, (laughs) it's, it's the only time it's going to work this whole season. Uh, no, you're right. Everything is crazy. I tried to go to, um, 
where we order first watch. Oh, yeah. It was slammed. Everything's crazy right Slammed. Now. Yep, it really is. So Pumping yeah. money into that economy. Drove around. Oh, it feels good. Fourth quarter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, baby. it was good. We had an appointment for the... Uh, for the new baby and everything is uh looking great so that's a that's a good feeling all right that's all I, got. I have a first watch surprise for the show coming up in food court oh oh and i have a surprise too oh and i yesterday i gave uh the show a holiday gift really not much of anything Take one so and don't pass them down what? So don't think much of it, but I'm getting. I ordered one of those sub- food subscription boxes. Oh, It'll come every month for six well, months. Heavy. Nice. Did uh, has Randy dropped off any cookies yet? Thank no. you. Oh, no, Randy doesn't love us like anymore. anymore. Who are these Brando, from? Brando, for me. I made Brando. them. You made them. Oh yeah, his yeah. famous. Uh, what do I start with? Yeah, they're the boob cookies. I made boob cookies for the first time. I don't know if I'm thrilled with them, but I, I included them anyway. We got the molasses in Thank here. I'm you. sure. Yes. We got the chocolate chip. Yep, we've got some peanut butter with the Hershey Kisses and some sugar cookies. You got it. Is that the Roundup? Are yeah. these oatmeal chocolate chip? Uh, yeah, they've got oatmeal in them. Thank uh, you. Very you're welcome. I mean, I like I this I chocolate chip so far. I stick with my basics. So nice. Thank I know, you. I know the hits. That's delicious. Wish <laughs> <laughs> somebody um, would make some pizza and bring it in for us. <laughs> <laughs> She's still pining over a, a promised pizza yeah, on Friday. Friday. Oh yeah, they told us they'd bring us pizza. They yeah, did. for dinner. Was well, a- there was talk of yes, we're gonna you're gonna get lunch and dinner because we're in, in here all day. Yeah. We got a couple sandwiches. Yeah. I barely ate any, any of that because I was like, oh, pizza's she was coming. Saving up for the pizza. Oh no, pizza. What? Yes. That's a, kind of a a, a a missed opportunity for any number of restaurants in the area to yes. bring us food. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are delicious, by the way. Oh, the, you, peanut you like the peanut first, butter, first shot at it. I'd say you nailed it. It's where it is very rich. That's yeah. a very big compliment coming from in a good way. A peanut butter cookie freak over there. Yep. Yeah, cookie and peanut butter is kind of where. Well, that should be the way to go. I'm a connoisseur for you. If you will. Well, thank you. That was very kind. Yeah, you're really, really good. Appreciate I, um, it. The, the the family is very angry because you took all of them. Well, because I was making cookies to bring in here, and they were like, "Where are cookies? Why don't you make cookies for us?" So I had to make <laughs> like your impression of all your three children. times the amount of cookies that I needed. To so, bring they in, were eating as you were to cooking. Feed the beasts that kept stealing all the cookies. <laughs> yeah. Like to keep them at bay, I'm throwing cookies at them while I'm trying to box the cookies that I want to actually give away. So these are great. There's a lot of cookies it's went into nice making three boxes of cookies. Thank you. There's a Thank lot you. in here. Yeah, wait, there's a bunch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good to have this guy back. And I wish you guys could have seen uh, him in action. Him and Nikki. It's 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 uh, it, this special is going to be awesome. It's just it's cool to watch Chris do his. This is his thing, but do his other thing. It's awesome. There were some heavy hitters on this thing. Big shots. Did Tim talk about uh, how he came in and saved the day? Oh, I didn't do anything no. of the sort. It was pretty cool. He, um, Nikki, for for months, Nikki was like, "I'm for for a year, for two years." Nikki's like, "I'm doing my own warm up. Like nobody, nobody's gotten it just right for, for the right for, tone for of my it. shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. just nobody has just absolutely nailed it. I'm doing my own warm up. Here we go. It's happening." And then, like ten minutes before the show, she's like, "Tim's doing the warm up. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'll do an announcement backstage, 
And um, that's how we're going to do it. So I'd be like, Tim, get up here. (laughs) And so Tim came up and I'm like, can you do six minutes? He's like, yeah, no problem. And then we didn't start. We weren't starting. And I was like, can you do uh, four minutes? And he was like, yeah, sure. No problem. And then... We we started. I was like, you need to do three minutes, <laughs> which is which is way harder. It's like, oh my god, doing yeah. thirty second spots. That's my time. Yeah, <laughs> and so twice he was put in the exact same position with like minutes before, and I had to be like, I'm sorry, man, you can only do. 45 seconds. Get this crowd hyped up. <laughs> He's a great, one of the best hype men. And there were four, uh, besides Nikki, there were four, there, you know, including Tim, there's four comics there. And um, and any of them could, could have done it. And after the show, Tim had left. It was like two in the morning. We're all hanging out. And I was like, how did, you know, I, I couldn't, you know, I was, we, we were busy. I was like, how, how did Tim do in the room? And, and they're all like, oh, everybody's like, oh, he was great. He was perfect. And one guy didn't say anything. And then when everybody stopped saying it, uh, stopped saying compliments about Tim, it was like silent for a second and goes, he was the perfect man for the job. <laughs> he did it perfectly. <laughs> he was just perfect. <laughs> he and warmed that, up the crowd and raised $50,000 yeah, for yeah. St. Louis Children's <laughs> Hospital. It was amazing. In two days. And that, and that person was... The Apolis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to get a compliment out of the Apolis. Oh, is it? Yeah, he's... Not that he's, like, you know, rude he or anything. He just doesn't throw just, him around. No, he just, he's not throwing him around. He, really. when he, he treats says people it, like apples. He, when he says it, he really means yeah. it. And then he says I, you're a good apple, that, that's the highest form of compliment I, that he I, can give. I wasn't paying a ton of attention to the Tim stuff because we were having conversations in the control room. And all of a sudden, I hear Tim say Palestine, and I go, what is he doing? (laughs) I was like, what's happening right now? Tackle him. And somebody was like, I don't know, he said something about, like, you know, SantaCon and Palestine, and then apparently there was a... Like a like a um, like a march for Palestine, and then like a SantaCon. Do you guys know what SantaCon is? Yes. Yeah. And so I was like, what is he doing out there? He's doing political stuff <laughs> that he's never done before. What's happening? But it was about how... Just a little local flavor. They were merged. Yeah. Yeah. They were merging. Yeah. Like, Everybody he's was... from here. He gets yeah. us. It works. It he's a real local guy. Yeah. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> got to relate to him. I only have 45 seconds. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> you know, actually things happen. Uh, you like how that worked? I gave Chris one little compliment, and then we talked about how great I was for 10 minutes. That's good bait. I know. Well, you're not going to talk about it yourself. Yesterday, huh? No, but he's not talking about himself either. But it was awesome. Uh, all right. Well, we do have a lot to do today. Lots of tickets to give away. Monster Jam uh, tickets. We have those for Throwback Live. We've got Globe Trotters. The Harlem Globe Trotters coming to town in January. It's an annual event. Uh, and then New Kids on the Block tickets to give away for first five notes. Besides that, we'll do some Tuesday tidbits. Uh, but next, we have Hollywood Outsider. If you guys want to text in anything, any questions for Chris, any uh, inside information about what he's missed, whatever. We'd love to hear from you. You guys are going to be the ones to get us through, the, well, me, the next few hours, but these guys, the next few days. Uh, the Cheney Window and Door text line, who also brought in a nice big check for St. Mm-hmm. Louis Children's Hospital mm-hmm. on right. Friday. Uh, the text line is 314-669-4665. The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. This Wednesday through Saturday, John Morgan is at Westport. And Thursday through Sunday, Joe Marlotti is at Streets of St. Charles. Get those tickets at stlouisfunnybone.com. Well, Marvel is officially out 
on Jonathan Majors. Yesterday, a New York jury found the actor guilty of assault and harassment of his former girlfriend during a uh, domestic dispute. Majors was a rising star. He'd appeared in Disney's Marvel franchise, and he was also in Creed 3. Shortly after the verdict, a source said Marvel Studios would not be moving forward on any future projects with Majors, uh, who was set to star as Kang in the upcoming Avengers The Kang Dynasty. So the story is they're just going to completely change. Instead of going with a different actor, like that they're just not even going to do that storyline. Wow. But I don't know that that's confirmed or if that's just what we hear. That's wild because it did seem like everything hinged around that character. Yeah. The whole Loki series and... I don't understand this at all or anything you're talking about. I know who this guy is. He was in that Creed movie, right? Mm-hmm. And he, and he had a three-year, two-year run that like un- unbelievable. I mean, yeah. at the same time he was in the Creed movie and the uh, Ant-Man movie were tops of the box. And office. he came out of nowhere. He Pretty was much. in an HBO series. He just would, you'd see him in a few things, and then he was just the biggest thing. Okay. So yesterday, I'm on Twitter, and I see trending things, and Terrence Howard is trending. Why is this important to that story? They're like, wouldn't it be great if they brought Terrence Howard in? Was he this part before? No, Terrence no. Howard. Well, was, what were they making? He was a, in it. He, he was, was in, in the very first Iron Man. Iron Man, and then it was recast by Don Cheadle, and he, I, he was. I don't remember exactly what happened. He was somehow problematic. I don't know if that was on the set or in sort of life, and got replaced. So maybe mm-hmm. it's a, an allusion to that. I don't know, but it, the two were tied together, and I have no idea why because I don't know that world. Terrence Howard had a bunch of. He said a bunch of stupid, yeah. gross, sexist things yes. about women and how pretty much we're dirty. We're dirty people. Really? Yes. No, I don't think so they're going to go with a little bit in common then. Yeah, I Both. believe the same. Yeah. yeah. Down with women. <laughs> <laughs> uh, part one of The Voice season finale went down last night with performances by all five remaining contestants. Um, we talked about it off the air this morning. This Huntley fella seems to have a lot of, a lot of fire. You, listen, here's the problem with the voice. I have, I have realized Ruby Lee, you know, she, uh, she's incredibly talented. Um, didn't love the song choices for really anybody last night. Mm. It was not an excellent finale. She sounded really good, but man, I think it was a missed opportunity for her not to sing Patsy Cline. I think so many people throughout this competition have been waiting for her to sing a Patsy Cline song. What did she sing? She sang Suspicious Suspicious Minds, Minds. which is, unless she would have totally slowed it down, it was not the right song. Even though her voice sounds good, don't get me wrong. It seemed to be the wrong tempo. And then she ended with what we almost made you sing on Friday. Desperado. Yes. Uh. Which is a... Snoozer of a song. Yes, it is. <laughs> Why did you from a snoozer of a band? Because he hates Eagles, oh, and so uh, we donated money to get Tim to sing a song. Because he donated money to get Brando and I to do "You I Got You, Babe" mm-hmm. by Sonny and Cher. A lot of things happened on Friday that we're just we don't we're trying to move on. We're trying to move on. So we made him sing Pina Col- the Pina Colada song <laughs> instead. Yeah, I think he kind of liked it. But anyway, here's who the people vote for. They vote for the judge. I kept seeing on Twitter oh. last night, Team Niall, we got to get Niall the win. That makes sense. Team Reba, we need to bring it home for Team Reba. So they're voting. It's not even about the performances anymore. Right. 
It's so about good. the judge. The judges are bigger than the contestants. Well, that's what you get for not ever having a star from The Voice. Yeah. yeah. Like, the show's, a, like... A crock anyway. You're right. The only part of it that remains after somebody wins is that those judges all give each other trouble about, well, I won last season or I have this many wins. That is more significant the day after the finale than any of these kids' careers. And, of course, that's what they want if you're the voice because you can control the judges. You can't control who's going to win or, or, you know, what the contestants are going to be like. But you you know the four people you're putting up there, you're spending the most money on them. You might as well make sure that they're the stars. And they brought back some winner and he was in the middle of all the performances and it's like, this should just be about their performances tonight. His name, if you're curious, he's country. Bryce... Leatherwood. Oh, wow. Bryce Leatherwood? He's just a household name now. <laughs> we, Emma and I did a little, uh, we, we watched a, a few from these contestants last night, like their first, their, you know, when they auditioned and all that. And uh, Ruby's awesome. But I think at 16, she's got her not winning might be a better thing. If she makes a few of the right decisions, she can have a very real career. I agree with that. I mean, that. she Are is you considering she, representing her. Is that no, what I'm hearing? Because no. that's what it sounds like. But she's 16. Like, <laughs> I agree. It, 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 Man, if she puts her head down... It's not a disappointment. Her getting this far is huge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, she she can have a real career. And then, I mean, that Huntley guy is good. He is straight up good. I I get it. I do not. I do not. He's talented. I don't hear it. I think he's kind of flat when he's not hitting the high notes. He's just kind of... Listen, I'm a Ruby Ruby guy. Everybody knows it. But... (laughs) That Huntley guy, he's he he's got something. He special. really had the hair going last night. Yeah, I know the hair's mm-hmm. a little. Well, voting ended at six o'clock this morning, so you could have voted all the way up till six. But I uh, think it was only one vote. You only get one vote. Oh, really? Just mm-hmm. the one uh, finale tonight, eight o'clock. James McCaffrey, who voiced Max Payne in the video game franchise and also starred in television shows including Rescue Me, has passed away. He was sixty-five. He had cancer. Um, some kind of type of weird melanoma, unfortunately, that affected his bone marrow. Uh, Celine Dion no longer has control over her muscles. This according to her older sister, Claudette. Uh, she says it may be a while before Celine can perform again. I, I don't know. Uh, thanks to her battle with that neurological disorder uh, called stiff person syndrome. So it's a progressive syndrome. It's incurable. And it causes the body to attack its own nerve cells and severely impacts mobility. So there's never going to be a cure for her. I think they're just hoping they come up with a better treatment so that she can perform again. Because that's what she she really wants to be able to perform. She had to cancel that tour recently. So we'll just have to see what happens. Uh, Taylor Swift has been showing up to Kansas City Chiefs games in some vintage gear. And now we know where she's been shopping. It's a local shop in Kansas City called Westside Story. Spelled like the story that you would read. Um, uh, no, it's S T O R E Y. I was like, yeah. why would you even mention <laughs> how it spells? Like, no, it's, if it's like, not that's weird. Not right. Maybe that's their last name or something. Isn't that a weird <laughs> no, word? Like, like, like story. Store. Like it's with a, a Y. It's a store. Yeah. Okay. Right. I get it now. Yeah, well, they maybe. recently yeah. they got an online order for multiple vintage Chief sweatshirts. And they kind of wondered if that's where she was getting her stuff, you know, because they're shipping stuff off. It's never uh, ordered under her name. And so this girl, Catherine, that works there, she's like, I think this is probably going to Taylor. So she crocheted a custom stocking cap for her with Travis Kelsey's number on it, threw it in the box, 
well, that's what she wore no to the game way. over the weekend. And they were like, it's her. <laughs> like oh, that's cool. <laughs> so that's a great You see story. the pictures of yeah. her in that stocking cap. I love that. Yeah, they made that. You can see the video, like the local TV station and uh, KC picked up the stories. So Man, you can, can you imagine all the stories the they are running down in Kansas City? Oh, yeah. And how they're spelling kidding. them while yeah, they're doing spelling it. spelling it in confusing ways. <laughs> Lawyers for Lizzo asked a judge to dismiss the lawsuit from a former employee who claimed that the performer allowed bullying, harassment, and discrimination. So her lawyers are saying the allegations are meritless and they're defective and because they have no connection to California. So the suit was filed in California, probably because they feel like it's a best place to file it. So this uh, fashion designer, Asha, she's accusing her of doing stereotypical impressions of black women, forcing dancers to change in front of a mostly white male stage crew, and then describing the performers as fat, useless, and dumb. Those are the quotes. Um, so she was fired after she complained about her work environment, according to the suit. So she's trying to get it thrown out, so we'll have to see. Uh, disgraced YouTube star Ruby Frank pleaded guilty yesterday to four felony counts of second-degree aggravated child abuse. So this is a Utah mother. She's got six kids. She was trying to convince her two youngest children that they were evil, possessed, and needed to be punished to repent. Uh, she's known for giving parenting advice on YouTube. <coughs> really? Yeah, she sounds like a neat lady. Uh, Holly Marie Combs claims Alyssa Milano is the reason Shannon Doherty got fired from Charmed. <clears throat> so Combs was a co-star. She was on the show all eight seasons as well. Uh, <clears throat> she said they were told Alyssa Milano basically said either Shannon goes or she goes, and so then they fired Shannon at the time. Yeah, and I think this is part two of a podcast because I read about it over the weekend mm -hmm. um, because I think that Shannon Doherty already had a bad reputation, and this was just awful for her because she didn't feel like she really did anything wrong. And some people just assumed that she was the problem with the whole thing because of the 90210 thing. Right. And so, and, and I think there were issues Holly with Marie, all of them. But Holly Marie Combs was saying she was never a problem. Really? Yes. Like, it's just, it was just a, a, a two stars that didn't, I guess yeah. didn't like didn't work each other. Well. And so she, so I think Alyssa Milano at that point had more power and. I think Holly Marie Combs even said she went, tried to quit, and then they threatened to sue her if she did. Holly Marie Combs. Mm -hmm. wow. Oh, wow. And then who came on? Um, Rose McGowan. That's right. Oh, she yeah. was added. She huh. was the fourth Hollowell sister. Um, I may have seen a couple. Sister. I may have seen a couple Charmed episodes in my day. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe too many. I like that they always used to have '90s bands come to their bar. I remember an episode with Dishwalla. Really? Their manager. Oh yeah. Was, was uh, being uh, given people as a sacrifice. Oh. <laughs> Their manager was a bad guy. Had a great booker at that bar. <laughs> uh, Brad Pitt is celebrating a major age milestone. He turned 60. What? Yesterday. Crazy. 60. He uh, celebrated with his girlfriend, uh, Inez, I think is her name. <clears throat> This is not a girlfriend kind of fun name, but I'm sure. Inez de Ramon. I know one. I knew one Inez, and she was a pistol. She really was. Maybe she this is that she one. was totally an Inez in every way. Uh, and Norman Lear, uh, they say he passed away uh, from cardiac arrest. He had heart issues. And plus, he was 101. They even have to put anything on the death certificate. Yeah. They're like, he was 101. Yeah. But that was the official cause of death. I'm Brando, your Hollywood outsider. I saw that. I heard about the story this morning. It really made me laugh because it immediately reminded me of a scene in Seinfeld. 
So did you guys hear about, not that we talk about politics, but this is uh, not really political. There was a a Senate aide, okay? Oh, Did yes. you hear about this? I, I saw, like, screenshots. Oh, you did? Okay, yes, so I haven't seen insane. any. insane. I haven't seen any pictures. Is this the hanky-panky stuff? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, there was a video that was sent to uh, the Daily Caller, whatever, whatever uh, company that is, and it's a video, and it is... Uh, two guys in the Senate hearing room, hanky panky. All right. <laughs> so it is the Senator Ben Cardin's. It's somebody that works for Senator Ben Cardin's office. And in the statement, another guy, a guy from his office last weekend said, because I think they were pointing to him as being the person, this guy, he said, This has been difficult for me as I've been attacked for who I love to pursue a political agenda. While some of my past actions may have shorn, shown poor judgment, I would never disrespect my workplace. Well, then, a few days later, he's no longer working there. <laughs> All right? Uh-oh. So it was like the Senate, and apparently the Senate hearing room is famous for yeah. lots of... It's there's, it, there's been a bunch of... A like, bunch fa- of it's like, this is... This is the room where this happened, this happened, this happened. Yes. It's like, like oh, the, now the it's li- got a new happening. Okay, so this it just reminds me of this scene in Seinfeld. Do you have me up over here? All right. Here you go. Was that wrong? <laughs> Should I not have done that? I tell you, I got to plead ignorance on this thing because if anyone had said anything to me at all when I first started here that that sort of thing was frowned upon. <laughs> you know, because I've worked in a lot of offices and <laughs> I tell you, people do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he, was, when he the, with, the ma- yes. with the cleaning lady. Uh, exactly right. Uh, all right, let's get a look at... At your traffic. The Courtney Show. Can't wait to show my friends today. Best thing I saw yesterday. Okay, I don't know if this is real or not, but it did bring me a little joy today. It's a picture. See, everybody can see the picture. Everybody see the picture. Oh, we're doing real or fake? No. I didn't think ah. shows did that anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so you know what it is, all right? Okay. It's, it's real. Wall. Yeah, but what? But what I'm talking it? about the what is written. So it was set to somebody, I guess. Uh, it's a house, a new house. These people are moving into a new house. Okay. What is this? Question mark. My family and I are moving into a new house, and these ports are in a bu- are in a bunch of rooms. I tried plugging one of our Ethernet cords into it, and it was it was just too wide for the port. Is this an Ethernet port or some other kind? That I'm unaware of, and it's a phone jack in the wall. Uh, (laughs) So I don't know if it's. What do you think? There's no way there's an adult buying a home. I mean, every office is littered with Ethernet ports. I mean, I understand that you're like, this isn't the right size. But what do you mean, like, what is this? If you're 24, yeah, you might not know. You might not know. You don't think? But would would you just be like, I don't like. Where do I find an adapter to fit the Ethernet cord into this? I don't know. It would be a more appropriate question. I thought it was pretty funny. But then the very best thing I saw today, I put it on the blog. I showed it to Brando this morning. You guys have to go watch it. (laughs) It'll be up a little later at 1065thearch.com. So you remember Sonny and Cher? They did a a variety show. We all remember that. Well, after that, when they they split up, Cher did just the Cher show. Yeah. Okay. Is this West Side Story? Yes. 
<laughs> Did you see this? Unbelievable. I can't even believe it Un- happened. Unbelievable. So I guess when Cher had her show, nobody told Cher no. Yeah. All right. And I don't know who had this idea, but it's Cher performing West Side Story, but as all the characters. The play <laughs> or a song from it? A, I think, a song from it, but maybe she did the whole thing. I know. They said it but, was like 20 minutes long. Oh, my God. I so, only have a clip of it. Yeah. And she like... You got you to gotta come it, around and try to look at this. It's, it's on the blog. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's unbelievable. Where is it? Okay, here it is. So it was in the 70s. I mean, you're not going to be able to to really hear it. She does all the voices, but they all sound like You've got to see her in costume. Yes. Here's where she introduces it. All right? and But then she's... Can you put me up real quick? Yeah. All right. When you're a jet, you're a jet All the way from your first cigarette To your last dying day So she's dressed like a dude. Now there's another Twice. one. Twice. And a different dude. <laughs> Two more. Now. It's unreal. Tim's face. <laughs> His face is frozen. <laughs> All right, so just So go. she plays the ladies, too. Yeah, but I didn't see... There's no... Ladies on this Apparently uh, At one point Boy Cher sings a love song To girl Cher <laughs> So it's camera It's camera tricks Which yes. at the time yeah, yeah, Had yeah. to take a lot of work Because there's yeah. multiple shares On screen yes. at one time And yeah. they had to coordinate A dance together <laughs> And when Would that be Like 80s? 70s 70s 70s, 70s. So it's uh, Almost like that was the gimmick That people had to be blown away To see Multiple shares addressing Yes Themselves. So it had yeah, to be the whole right. episode. Don't you think? Oh, it had to be. Man, it's so funny. Okay. It's just. It's crazy. She insane. looks like a crazy person. It's just, I can't even believe it. And Cher is such a, like, character. Like, she she herself is such a character that it's not like she disappears into these things. It's no, just, it's no, all Cher. It's just Cher with a mustache. funny. She disappears. Yeah. <laughs> all right, what about you guys? Uh, this one I saw yesterday. <laughs> just made me think of it because I was doing a little Christmas shopping. So it just says, uh, stages of holiday shopping. One, plenty of time. Two, gifts for myself. Three, oh no. I feel like we're already at the oh no stage. Yep. And then this one I've been saving. I got to find it. It's buried in all my... Uh, old ones because I was saving it for when Chris got back because it's just for him. Uh, this is from Frank, uh, TV's Frank, Mystery Science Theater. He's oh, yeah. One of the, he's on Twitter and I guess on threads is where I got this. And he said, Matt Reif has the guts to say things other comedians are too funny to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> I still have not watched it. <laughs> you shouldn't. I can't bring myself to You do really, it. really shouldn't. <laughs> All right, what about you guys? Uh, my, I just got a quick one. Is uh, the football game last night, Monday Night Football, you saw the Seattle Seahawks play the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Seattle Seahawks starting quarterback Geno Smith was out. Mizzou alumni Drew Locke stepped up to the plate. He got the start, and he pulled off the win against the Eagles. Not only that, but it was last Eagles minute. Eagles are good this year. Eagles are real mm-hmm. good this year. Uh, in the last two minutes, he mounted a comeback. I mean, just charged 
right down the field. Uh, an incredible touchdown pass, and it was awesome. And he's a guy who um, came out of Mizzou. He was kind of starting in Denver for a minute and hasn't really had a shot in a while. They did an interview with him after, which I recommend. I'll try to find it and post it. Uh, it was awesome. He just talked about, you know, not knowing if he could still play, not knowing if he'd be able to do it. And he just, he's the kid, he's awesome. Uh, and it was, yeah, cool cool to see so the drew lock interview i'll post it but yeah, that was the best thing i saw it was awesome all right christopher there was a uh, a video on instagram and the <laughs> or i think it was a newscast and obviously like somebody messed up the the copy so people were saying like a funny weird thing but the somebody reposted it and the caption was me trying to write a four-page essay and here is the audio from it oh hold on well, wait just one second here. We got to do one of those and then do one of these. <laughs> and then do... Oh, come on, y'all. Y'all? Why aren't you working, audio? Did I connect you to a Bluetooth speaker? I think I might have. Give me one sec, guys. Oh, here we go. Ten people died in the Bronx last night due to a fire that killed ten people in the Bronx last night during a fire. Our <laughs> officials say all ten people died due to the fire, which was too hot for their bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Me trying to write a four-page <laughs> So similar to my past work in school. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> really, really funny. And then this guy who's clearly like worked in tech tweeted out. His name is uh, Roshan Patel. He says, I was rejected by Apple. I was rejected by Amazon. I was rejected by Facebook. I was 28 years old and broke. I decided to start my own startup. Now I'm 30 years old and broke. <laughs> <laughs> right, those are the best things we saw. The Courtney Show STL on Facebook and Instagram is where you can see them. We've got Food Court coming up next on The Courtney Show. Food Court. 106.5 The Arch. Food Court is brought to you by the Schnooks Rewards app. Earn 2% back on every purchase with the Schnooks Rewards app. Um, I wanted to tell you guys, I got this uh, yesterday emailed to me. And I forgot about it during food court, so I thought I'd surprise you today because it's food-related, and it's from our friend Neurological Cindy. Oh, she's great. Uh, she she donated like $1,000 last Friday. What? So yes. Great. Oh, my God. Oh, 1001 That's what? what she donated. Really? Uh, yes. So she donated, and she's so incredible and supports everything we do. But she sent an email with a First Watch E gift card. To us, and it said it, it's to Courtney Landram. She gets it <laughs> for a post radiothon slash Nikki special Monday b- morning boost for before, during, or after the show. Friday was great. Your listeners have fun taste in music, and the stories out of Children's Hospital always wallop life into perspective. Thank you for all of your work. So she sent a hundred dollar no, first watch oh e-card to today, us today today that we can uh we can use today if we want Incredible. that's extraordinary nice. isn't Thank that you. so sweet yes and because amazing. of this this uh gift card i got a couple extra gift cards because of the amount she spent i guess i got two bonus also t- two bonus ten dollar gift cards no from way. first watch that's some french toast baby that must be something they do <laughs> like you spend x amount of dollars oh yeah yeah as a spiff you get an extra ten dollars it's probably $50 you get an extra 10 Yeah, That's, that's you, what I'm they, thinking. You keep that for yourself. 
she gifted it. Yes, it's very, very nice. Thank, Thank you, Cindy. That's to awesome. Cindy. Um, also, Chris. That's me. For one of your our gifts, I, I really, we're not doing a ton for the holidays, but I did buy the show uh, one of those... Uh, what is it called? Subscription boxes for foods from foreign lands. We will get one a month for the next six months. So we got our first one. And we tried one thing out of it. Tim? Yeah. You have that box? You grab yeah. So yesterday we tried egg yolk popcorn. It, it uh, was as, as exciting as it sounds. It was, at first it was pretty good. The aftertaste was just horrendous. Couldn't what get do away you think from about the egg? Uh, White truffle flavored potato chips. Yeah, I'm, it's not like fun. What about something sweet today? Is there anything sweet in there? Sweet it up. It's gotta be. Yeah. I'm glad you asked. Nice shot. Truffles and Co. Raspberry macaron. Yeah, give it a give it a whirl. Okay. So anyway, every month we'll get a subscription box. We can bring them into the studio and try stuff right. out of it. Um, Starbucks. Uh, I think one person on the show goes to Starbucks. A lot. Tim hits it hard. Yeah. Well, if you like their hot chocolate, you can get one every for free every Saturday or Sunday through the end of December. Uh, all you have to do is order uh, either a grande or larger handcrafted drink. And that is one that's made by the baristas, if you're wondering what a handcrafted drink is, mm-hmm. which means that you'll qualify for the free hot chocolate if you order one of your favorite handcrafted drinks at Starbucks on Saturdays and Sundays. You do not get the bonus hot chocolate if you order a brewed hot or iced coffee or if you buy a prepackaged ready-to-drink beverage. And the orders placed through the Starbucks app are not eligible. So this is dine-in, order at the counter only. Weird. Everything is app Everything is app. So I kind of like that, actually. Um, These are good. Are they okay? It's like a... It's very rich. Like a real powdery chocolate coating on it. It's interesting. So, you know, uh, food, the Food and Drug Administration and whatever that is in England and Europe is different. So things that are allowed here are not allowed over there. Well, the UK just seized cases of Mountain Dew and bags of Jolly Ranchers, Twizzlers, Swedish Fish, from some of the shops in England because they do not uh, go by their trading standards regulations. Mm-hmm. So people are getting their hands on these illegal foods, which we have here everywhere. And I think $10,000 was seized in England, Northern Ireland, Scotland, and Wales because it's illegal for them to sell all those things. Yeah, Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew, Jolly Ranchers, Twizzlers, Lemonheads, and some other candies. Oh, listen to where they were seized from. Shops in Burton-on-Trent hey. and Staffordshire. Well, those Staffordshire, they don't they don't care about yellow number seven. They are not drinking. They're drinking it. Mountain Dew, for sure. Um, and then I saw this, and I'm, you know, Miller High Life, or Miller, does a lot of fun things during the holidays. They had the the tree keg stand last year. Oh, yeah. They what had do they the, have this year? The beer? It smells like an old tavern or something? Yeah, yeah. It's the like candle. the tree. Oh, I think it's, a no, tree. it's a it, And it looks like um, a neon, but it's a little tree, and mm-hmm. it smells of tavern. <laughs> and I've seen this shared a ton, and I don't know if it's real, but it's a Miller High Life ready-to-assemble gingerbread dive bar. 
Which I think is pretty cute. It's really elaborate. I know. It's really nice. They have candy canes that are uh, holding up the the little outdoor deck area. It's really, really pretty adorable. adorable. And then on food-related, on uh, the blog today at 1065thearch.com, I, I was mesmerized by this. I am not a cake. I'm not a cookie decorator of any kind. I remember last year we gave Greg Ward all kinds of trouble because his icing skills were... Yeah, for the cookies. Yeah, I mean, they were delicious. That's all that really matters. But it's so cool. It's somebody decorating a cookie and they're making a candy cane on it. Oh, I saw this. Did you see it? It's like watch, magic. Watch, Dot, 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 dot. Now watch this. And it becomes a candy cane. Yeah. Isn't that nutso? Yeah, people, I can't believe how good people People are. People are so, I just am in awe. How would you even think of that? Right, Right, yeah. I don't know, because even the lines are perfect. It leaves even a line in between the red. Yeah. And that's something that you know, it looks so simple if you tried to do it. Oh, it would be a disaster. It would be hilarious. I I have no artistic ability, so stuff like this. That icing that they use in those videos looks amazing, but I don't think it's real easy to work with. It it looks like it's super easy to work with, but it like, it kind of runs, you know, because it's real liquid and then it gets hard. Totally. Anyway, go look at the blog today and see this. It'll... It's mesmerizing. I think uh, former calligraphers are very good at cookie decorating. So. <laughs> oh, do we know? How is your cooking decorating, cookie That's decorating true. abilities? It's not something I've ever really done. Yeah, I think you need to start. Okay. You've I've never st- done it. See, I don't have a steady hand. Mm. So that's why I'll never be good at that. More mm-hmm. of a slow hand. Real shaky. Yeah. Really shaky. Not No, not slow. I'll play you in that this. That's just a pointer system. I know it was. Uh, you can see all of that at 1065thearch.com. You know what I'm talking about? I'll play you I'll in this. I'll play you in this. I'll do in this. You know put, I thought you go with thumb wrestling. You know what I'm talking schedule. about? I know exactly yeah, what you're yeah. talking about. I don't think you can beat me. Yeah, I don't down. think I can either. <laughs> uh, 1065thearch.com. And I'm not going to play with you with a cigarette in your hand either. So <laughs> well, I can burn you. Too much potential. That is Food Court brought to you by the Schnooks Rewards app. You can do it. I see. Hello, Newman. Where's the beach? Throwback Live. All right, our contestants are all lined up for Throwback Live. Tim will be playing for Rita from Wood River, Illinois. I'll be playing for Colleen from Troy, Illinois. And Brando has Sandy from Peevely Mo up for grabs all week long. We have four tickets for the winner to go to Monster Jam. It's going to be at the Dome at America Center on the 27th and 28th of January. Throwback Live is brought to you by the Madison County Firemen's Bingo Hall with a chance to win $25,000 in their Crazy 8 raffle, and she's completely done with all of her Christmas shopping. <laughs> it's Afton, our host. I actually am, and that never happens. Like, I'm Whoa. usually very, like, down to the wire. I was, like, so. trying to stress you out, but I'm No, really I'm done. It didn't work. Puzzles for good. everybody. That's right. <laughs> Who doesn't love a puzzle? <laughs> Thanks, Mom. (laughs) Kids would be so mad. (laughs) Uh, Maybe next year. But yeah, so we're going to do some throwback live. Marty's got throwback clips for you, and you're going to ring in with these sounds. Courtney, Brando, and Tim. Question one, name this 1989 movie. Welton Academy for Boys. Courtney. 89. Is it... I was thinking something totally different, so I'm going to say private school. No. A breeding ground. I 
I think I'm wrong, but a guy like me has to take risks. Mm. Dead Poets Society? That's correct. Yeah. The future leaders of Way America. Way to take a risk. An institution dedicated a to achievement, <laughs> virtue, and conformity. I was thinking it was the Brendan Fraser one, but I couldn't think of the title. Oh, school ties. ties. This yeah. sounds like a, co- a, a slapstick like yeah, comedy. Like it's going to cut to like, upbeat like, music. Yeah, that or like, like ah, PCU. Yeah. Except one. Come on, Mr. Overstreet, you twerp. Mr. Anderson, oh. are you a man or a people? Language was developed for one endeavor, and that is to But you know what I mean? It's pretty... Seriously. It sounded yes. like it was going to be like a Revenge of the Nerds. Yes. Uh-huh. Maybe they did yeah. in the trailer. You know, they would tweak those trailers. Yeah, it's to, weird. They're like, well, let's kind of ang- go with the funny I angle because it it's Robin Williams. Yeah. Did you see the SNL parody of that where they stand up on their desks? No. And the fan is hot. <laughs> Decapitates. Oh, no. <laughs> that was SNL? Oh, it's man. one of the weirdest. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Oh, Captain Mike. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right, question two. Name this extremely sped up song title or artist. Brando. Um, What is that? Uh, oh, Taylor Swift. It is Taylor Swift. Yeah. I had to go through it myself. Uh, I had to, like, slow it down in my head. <laughs> yeah. All right, we have one point Brando, one point Sim. Question three, name this restaurant chain. When you get hungry for a meal. Brando. Is that like Denny's? No. For a snack, you get a special sandwich. Stop it and say Courtney. No way. There's no way it's this. That's what I'm thinking. Is it Rax? <laughs> it is Rax. <laughs> what is that? Rax roast beef. Say I love the Rax. They had a great salad bar. They <laughs> wrote, oh, I don't know. Sure. I don't know. They were, racks, they were called Raxos. <laughs> 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 All right. We are tied across the board. Question four. Name this 1996 movie. One, two, three, four. Tim. That thing you do. That thing you do. Yes. Yes. I've never seen it. What? Really? And I know Fountain's a great guy. Behind it, and I love Fountain oh, Squares. Yeah, oh, it's, a, it's a good movie. It's really good. It's a great song too. All right, um, question five: Name this backwards song title or artist. <laughs> Courtney. I don't know why I buzzed in. I know it though. I don't. I give up. Okay. Tim. Is it Why Can't We Be Friends? It yeah. is. And with that, we have a Tim Combi win. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. And that is a win for you, Rita from Wood River, Illinois. Congratulations. Fabulous. Thank you, Tim. Rita, you were first in. You picked me first. That doesn't happen a lot, but it gave me the strength I needed last week to nail that thing and win it. So, (laughs) Hey, Rita. Great acceptance speech. We have have four tickets for you to enjoy Monster Jam. It's coming to the Dome at America Center on January 27th and 28th, featuring all your Monster Jam favorites, Rita. Can you name one of your favorites? (laughs) I can see the pictures, the dog and the shark. But I don't know the name. I think that's it. They're just called the dog. Grave Digger, El Toro Loco. El Toro Loco, I think, is it's a bull. Max D and more. Like the dog and shark. Congratulations <laughs> to you, Rita. We'll get all your info. We'll get you those tickets, and we will play for another four-pack tomorrow on the Courtney Show. The Courtney Show.
So last Friday, we had our big radiothon for St. Louis Children's Hospital, and lots of donations were made. And one of the donations was from our buddy Greg Warren, who donated $500 to uh, us in order to hear a song request. Terrible, terrible song request, by the way. But also to hear Tim Convey perform a little of fellow comedian Sean O'Brien's material. We did not do it. Tim was called a fraud by Greg Warren. <laughs> We're going to be seeing each other over the holidays, so we don't need this, you know, to get any bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's just nip it in the bud now yeah. and uh, do as you promised. Uh, and here's the, Sean O'Brien, one of my best friends and one of my favorite comics. He's amazing no matter how well I do these jokes. So don't <laughs> hold it against Sean, who you should absolutely go see do stand-up uh, if I don't do these jokes properly. All right. So, so what are you... Are you going to do them as Tim Convey, or are you going to do them as Sean? I think I got to put a little Sean on it. Okay. Well, let us introduce For you. Courtney's request. Yeah. Brando, why don't you uh, introduce him like... Uh, you're bringing him out on stage. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, big special moment for you tonight. Please welcome to the stage, Mr. Tim Convey. Hey. As Sean O'Brien. Oh, as Sean O'Brien. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, COVID, everybody's, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fraud. Oh, thank you. <laughs> they like that. Nice. <laughs> yeah, shut up, That's hilarious. What's up with these pens everybody's sanitizing, right? You take it, you got you take a clean one from one cup, you put the dirty ones out in out in the other cup, right? Oh, like God forbid we should use the same pen, right? So the clean ones and the dirty ones. But I guess the doorknobs are fine. Were <laughs> 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 there more? Yeah. Yeah, he's oh, got okay, more. okay. Uh, <laughs> I go to adopt this dog. I say, oh, this is great. I'll take this one. Good. This one's for me. He's good. What what kind is it? They said, oh, that's a Great Dane combined with an English Mastiff. I said, oh, lady, maybe you didn't hear me. I said I lived in apartment 6A, not Grant's farm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they like that one a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you want one more? Yeah. <laughs> My dad told me he wasn't in Amazon. He goes, ah, I don't care about this, this Amazon. I said, Dad, you go online, you put in anything you want, anything you want in the whole world, and they can have it just show up right to your door the next day. Anything you want. He said, can you get gas? The one thing you can get on Amazon. Oh, thank you so yeah. much, Tim and Sean. A combination. All right, I got to get out of here. You guys are going to be dropping the check here soon. Do you want to sell some of your merch I got some quick? t-shirts. <laughs> if you want to you buy, buy these uh, salmon shirts. Oh, they like the salmon shirts. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are here. Too. All right. see Sean, regardless of... Uh, uh, yes, very funny. Impersonation. Yes, now Greg. Uh, Greg has nothing to complain about. Yes, well, exactly. he still will. But oh yeah, it'll be something else. Yeah, great job. Uh, we've got Tuesday tidbits coming up uh, next on the Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. Tuesday tidbits. Tuesday Tidbits. Tuesday Tidbits is brought to you by Audi Kirkwood. You can shop the construction sales event going on now at Audi Kirkwood, AudiKirkwood.com. All right, I'm going to finish up these uh, that writer that put together all the things that he learned in 2023. Oh. I have a few more, and then I'll go off script. Um, I, thought, I thought this was really interesting. Only 28 books sold more than 500,000 copies in the U.S., in 2022, so 28 books sold mm-hmm. more than half a million copies 
not this year, but last year, eight of them were by romance novelist Colleen Hoover. What? Isn't that crazy? Way to go, Colleen. Did you say 500? How many? 500,000 copies. Only 28. That's ins- that's crazy, right? Yes. So she had eight of the 28. Where I've never read a one to, well, of crank hers. Crank out so many books and then to have them all be so successful. Well, yeah, she's not cranking them out. Maybe she became popular and people started uh, reading all of her stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. I thought she wrote they like binged, eight books they in a year. Yes, yes. <laughs> They're like, oh, she wrote this. I like that. So yeah. I'm going to go to another one that she wrote. Eight of them, though. That's crazy. She's writing some books. I wonder if that's, I, I wonder if that's because um, that doesn't count, uh, you know, digital. Oh, ebooks. Yeah. Because that's disturbing to me. I'm not doing my part. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm not helping. Especially in 2020. Well, not at all. This one is a little uh, more, more of a downer, but it's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. It's a good warning for parents. 31% of all kids that attended, that went to the University of Chicago Burn Center for scalding injuries were hurt by instant noodles. Oh, geez. 31%. Wow, that's wow. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, our kids are way big on the ramen noodles. Like I said, not not a uplifting statistic, but still yeah. interesting. Owen's the only one that makes them himself. Augie loves them too, but he he's smart enough to know he's not doing that. All right, I have one more for you. What do you think the most successful 80s song with a saxophone solo was? Careless oh, Whisper. Rafferty. Yeah. Jerry Rafferty. Nope. That's probably um, this is according to Billboard. John. Uh, in the 80s? In the 80s. Like was it Springsteen? Springsteen? No. Gosh, Springsteen had so many songs uh, in the 80s too. Is, is, it, is it kind of a trick question? Is it something? No, no trick question. Oh, like Sammy it, Sachs. Uh, this song spent four weeks as the number one single in the U.S. No other 80s song featured a set. Featuring a sax solo had that long of a run at number one. Glenn Fry? No. Oh, man. We are. Do we know the year? I don't one? have the year. Coming I'm up sorry. with some great guesses. Is this a, is this a one hit wonder or is this someone no. known for multiple hits? With lots and lots Tina? and lots of hits. Billy Tina Joel. Turner. More hits than Tina. Michael Jackson? No, Billy Joel. No. Elton John? Nope. Duo, they're having trouble. Oh, Hall Oates. Hall and Oates. Man Eater? Man Eater. Maneater is uh, the most successful 80s song with a sax solo. Mm. All right, what about you guys? What you got? The grass at Wimbledon was kept two inches long until 1949. You know why they got rid of the, uh, they cut, started cutting it shorter? Um, 1949. 1949. They were like, this is too dangerous. We got to, we got to cut it shorter. Was it before be- slipping and sliding? Was there some, think. was there some kind of, Bug or yeah, something? Yeah, an animal creature. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Like and an in- infestation birds. of some sort. Of one specific animal. It an was... English player was bitten by a snake. Oh, no. And they were like, this is dangerous. Really? How like, long could it have been? I don't know. 1949 it... is when it happened. It's a unique window where it's long enough for snakes, but short enough to still play tennis. Yeah. Yeah. So they started cutting it shorter. And then they realized, like, well, this actually works better with short grass. <laughs> Uh, New Line Cinema gambled their entire company on the success of... Turtles. The Lord of the Rings franchise. They committed to all three films up front, so they spent $270 million, and they said that was actually more than the company was worth at the time. So if if that would have failed, 
New Line Cinema. They would have been, been out. It would have been completely toast. Man, I wonder who made that call. Yeah, and, and this is a now. weird one. So Michael Jackson's 1988 autobiography, Moonwalk, was edited by Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis. She was, uh, you know, the former first lady. She was uh, renowned for her impeccable taste and literary prowess. So she was tasked with editing this book. She worked at Doubleday. And so really? they, oh, yeah. and they became That's like right. friends. I forgot about that. And she edited that book. So she edited other books too. Yeah, yeah because there's a, a whole Seinfeld storyline about when Elaine works at Pendant Publishing, there's some Jackie O talk when she starts working for Mr. Pitt. Mm. Really? Mm hmm. That's interesting. That's what I got. I had no idea. All right, what you got? Uh, since the construction of the Oval Office in 1909, you guys know that, a total of six different desks have been used by 20 presidents. Eight presidents used the Resolute desk, six used the Theodore Roosevelt desk, two used the Hoover desk, two used the Wilson desk, and one used the CNO desk, and one used the Johnson desk. The Resolute desk is the one in the office now. Kennedy, Carter, Reagan, Clinton, Bush, Obama, Trump, and Biden all use the Resolute Desk. Resolute Desk, I think, um, was made out of a old British ship. I think that just to stick it to those British. No, I think that I think the Americans. I'm, I might be messing this up a bit, but I feel like the Americans either found it or liberated it or did something good. With what? With the something material. with it, and then the the British got the boat back or whatever, and then they made. Two desks, one they gave to America, and then the other, I guess, like the Queen still has or something oh, like that. Wow. Oh. Something like that. Maybe, maybe I should just little tidbit ad. Yeah. I liked it. Uh the dog who played Spuds McKenzie in those Bud Light commercials in the 1980s was really a female, and her name was Honey Tree Evil Eye. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is she a racehorse? What kind of weird name is that? They really pushed that Spuds McKenzie, and if you were a a person of a certain age, you wanted beer gear, but your parents wouldn't allow. And as yeah, a, you couldn't be wearing spuds to school. Uh-uh. As a, a kid, and obviously AB being here, like nine kids I knew claimed either their dad or uncle or something like that invented no spuds. No way. <laughs> <laughs> well, the frogs that started at the ad company was here. I don't. I don't maybe spuds was. Too. I mean, I, don't I think know. most of that stuff up until a there certain was, time yeah, was all. Because they moved here. it, they moved it to Chicago. There was a big, oh, really, yeah, yeah. But in they the got 80s, rid of that agency at some point. Yes. It was a bummer because it was a local sure. agency, yeah. I believe. Um, I got this is good. In 2001, Ichiro Suzuki refused to tell the media the name of his dog because, quote, I don't have the dog's permission. <laughs> Somehow, it eventually got out that the dog's name, Ichiro's dog's name, was Icky, and Icky was newsworthy because a few years later, Ichiro credited hit credited the dog with convincing him to stay with the Seattle Mariners. <laughs> Quote, he said, <laughs> the dog said, woof, 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 which meant stay, stay, stay. <laughs> so, of course, I listened. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, all right, Resolute Desk, here we go. Resolute Desk is in the White House, it's in the Oval Office. It was... Okay, the HMS Resolute was abandoned in the Arctic Waterway. I don't know. I can't pronounce this name. It was it was abandoned in 1854 while searching for Sir John Franklin and his lost expedition. It was found in 1855 by an American whaling ship. It was repaired and returned to the United Kingdom as a gesture of goodwill from the United States. In 1970, in 1879, it was broken up 
and a competition was held to design and build a piece of furniture from the timbers that Queen Victoria could give to the American president. Oh, that's cool. Wow. So, yeah. And, and apparently it was modified at one point by Franklin Roosevelt with a door... And it was raised so that it conceal it could conceal his leg braces. Oh, and yeah. then Truman put a hole in the back, like for all the cords to go through. You know how all those desks have that now. He was always forgetting to uh, charge his phone at night. So yeah, he put yeah. That one so he put there. that in there. It's a modern now. Is that true? No, I'm no. just kidding. It's Truman. <laughs> <laughs> the first <laughs> uh, Nintendo character Kirby is named after. Her. John Kirby, a corporate lawyer that won the case when they were sued by Universal Studios for using the Donkey Kong. Oh, that's cool. Name. <laughs> Who's Kirby? What? He's, he's like a, a little big, big fat guy. Fluffy, yeah. Oh, okay. It's like a marshmallow. Yeah. But that's cool. That's a good one, too, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. And then this last one, it would take 18 months to walk the entirety of the Great Wall of China. 18 months. Wow. That's a pretty great wall they got there. Just trying to teach you something, St. Louis. Mm -hmm. Take these to your next holiday party. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about the desks in the White House. The Resolute. People will be amazed. Uh, It's brought to you by Audi Kirkwood. Shop the construction sales event going on now at Audi Kirkwood. AudiKirkwood.com. Tuesday tidbits. Tuesday tidbits. The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. This Wednesday through Saturday, John Morgan is at Westport. And Thursday through Sunday, Joe Marlotti is at Streets of St. Charles. You can get tickets for either show at stlouisfunnybone.com. Well, a dress worn by Princess Diana in 1985 has sold for a record $1.148 million at auction. Wow. That is 11 times what they had expected. You know, usually they're they're kind of close on these auctions when they're going in like, oh, I don't think I'm going to be in this range. They were way off. So it's a black and blue dress designed by a Moroccan-British fashion designer. It is now the most expensive dress worn by the princess to be sold at auction that smashes the previous record of $604,000. Jeez. Uh, Smashes it. Smashes it. Another Um, auction news. They just sold the original animatronic E.T. head at auction. We've talked about that for a while, that it was going to be available. 2.4. No, I think they were actually close to what they were guessing. It went for $635,000. Wouldn't you think that would be... Yes. I would think it'd be a million. It's it's the E.T. head. I remember years after E.T., my mom bought us all an E.T. doll. Oh, cool. Like we were older. And you were like, what is this going on? Well, it was pretty special movie. I had like an E.T. birthday. You know, like... I I That's cake, cool. E.T. cake and E.T. gifts and stuff. And I remember thinking like, guys, I like the movie, but... There's a little much. <laughs> I, where's the Garfield? There's a lot of other merch out there that I want. It's kind of surprising <laughs> oh, we never got an E.T. sequel, right? Yeah, because oh man, that's... would it be cool if like a bunch of ETs came back? Because that's what Hollywood does. Yeah, and that actor still, what's his name? Is, is oh, yeah. more? he's still, still doing good. stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I, Andrew yeah, Barrymore, too, I guess. But the, uh, what's it? Thomas I know. John? See, uh, yeah, he had three names. Yeah, Jonathan. Still was he in the Bates? Taylor. With the Bates television show? I think so. There's another guy that I get confused, and I think it's also that guy. But I think you're right. Um, 
But yeah, they should do that. I would think it would go for way more. And at that kind of money, you'd think like a Spielberg or somebody would just want it in their den. Yeah. Yeah. Although it's Henry Thomas. Who knows? It may yeah, not be in good condition. A lot of that stuff, it's made of like a weird, weird rubber. And Oh, he was just in uh, that scary show that we watched. Uh, Usher. Yes. House oh, of was? Usher. Yeah. 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 See, he's, the, he's legit. He's in the game. He stuff. Uh, I just saw something. Um, they're doing a spin. Netflix is doing a Wednesday spinoff. Mm-hmm. Uncle Fester. Yeah. So Fred Armisen. You don't care? I don't know. Landrum? I love Fred Armisen, but I wasn't I like wild I about wasn't that either. part of the show. Everybody made a big deal about it, and it was not the mo- the part I thought was the best. The, I thought her friend was fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I did like his... I did like his version of his Uncle take. Fester. Yes. Yeah. So it, there could be something that there. That would be fun, yeah. While Travis Kelsey wasn't able to attend Taylor Swift's birthday bash over the weekend, he was represented uh, represented rather by a fresh new honkin' sparkler on her finger. In the pictures, you can see Taylor wearing an enormous new pear-shaped opal ring surrounded by a halo of smaller stones. Experts have analyzed it uh, from the distance, and they think they are London blue topazes, which is her birthstone. Now, mine's opal. My birthstone's opal. But there's something about if it's your birthstone, it's bad luck. What? I wear your own birthstone? I believe this since I was 14 years old. That's just because they didn't want to buy you the jewelry. No, I had had an opal ring. (laughs) Is it because of the energy? I don't know. You know how something gets in your head when you're young? And I don't think I've had an opal since that opal ring. But, like... I think I had a bad your year. Your class ring, <laughs> though, you're supposed to get your I birthstone cla- in your class ring, I did not you? get a class ring. But, I mean, had you had or no, people that do. You're supposed to get your color of your school. No. Yes. Right? No, it's your birthstone no. that goes in, in your, your class, class ring. ring. No, your class ring, it's the, col- the school colors. We didn't have stones on ours, but... Yeah, I think it's... But you I can't just have like a... Stone, I think it was a garnet, which is mine. Yeah, but it's also the colors of your Did you just make school? garnet up? No, it's a stone. No, I think a class ring is Your school, school yeah, colors. everyone should have the same one. Yeah. I don't know, guys. I'm going to look into it. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt admits that she used a filter... In a recent photo, but doesn't understand why people are freaking out so much. She said, quote, aging is ho- in Hollywood is really hard. You can't do anything right. So she said at the time she wanted to show off her new hairstyle, but she wasn't wearing any makeup. And so she just threw on a filter to post the this. picture. And now people oh, are yeah. saying she's unrecognizable. Oh, people are so terrible. I mean, she doesn't. She looks very different. You weren't here, Chris. I went in on a comment board while you were gone. Yeah, she, I've never done commented. it before. But somebody was real being real nasty about Ruby Lee, and I was like, on, on our comment? No, it, no, it was like on the voices thing. I've never done it. And so you just went in on a public conversation yes. and, and did a takedown? Yeah, like yeah. A I'm like, you it. are a troll, and you're no classless. Way. Something along those lines. <laughs> she, she never responded, right? No, she never. She never did. She, she was gave afraid. up trolling after that. Text line is blown up. We got some birthstone and some school colors. Yeah. Oh, so there's... So. No, you can't say so. They're saying... They're some saying people both. Are, some people are on my de- side. But it's not a definitive I didn't thing. say it was the only way you could do it. But I've never heard of such a thing. That's what you were saying. Like, it doesn't exist. My mom, her class ring is one of the coolest. St. Teresa's Academy. Everybody always notices it, too. It's like a 
artist palette. It's all gold. Mm-hmm. So there's no colors. There's no even. A, there's no gemstone in their class ring. St. Joe famous school ring, green. Green. That's their okay. colors, right? That's good green. Mm-hmm. I believe. That- Honestly, more people are saying birthstone than not. Really? Yeah. I've never heard of such. A I thing. haven't either. But again, I we didn't say you don't have so to. Thought about it. it was an option. It was my ring. Did you have a class ring? I did. Mm. Uh, you would. <laughs> I, don't wow. what does that mean? I don't know what it I means. I have school pride. Wow. <laughs> I care about my town, Redbud. I talk about it all the time. The joys that I had growing up there, and I wanted a ring to encapsulate that. Yeah. What a loser I am. Uh, speaking of unrecognizable, uh, Trisha Yearwood wow. showed off her. Well, you did a you would on me. It was me. a joke. You- Oh, I'm joking back. Yours is more Having serious. Fun. <laughs> All right, move on. Yours is more serious. Life is a total line. <laughs> I was clowning you. Now what? I can't defend myself? No. I see how this is. Uh, moving on. Uh, Trisha Yearwood showed off a new haircut, and people think that she's un- unrecognizable, but it's not because of a filter, and it's actually a good thing. So they posted a side-by-side uh, photo of her from, like, years ago and this current picture she looks younger. It's crazy. Uh, you can check it out on the blog today, but uh, Trisha Yearwood, looking great. Uh, Madonna spotted Andy Cohen in the front row of her concert, so she went after him. Uh, she told him, there's a lot of F-bombs in here. She said, if you want, if you say one more bad thing about me on your show, oh yeah, you're going to be in so much trouble, you little troublemaking queen. And he was laughing the whole time, so I think they were having a little fun, but he probably goes in hard on her at times on the show, I would assume. Uh, But you can see the video up on the blog. Uh, Miss France 2024 has short hair, and some people are freaking out about it. She called her victory a win for diversity, saying, no one should dictate who you are. We're used to seeing beautiful misses with long hair, but I chose an androgynous look with short hair. Every woman is different. We're all unique. She's of course looks fantastic. Well, not but yeah, she does I not see look it. it is weird though to see a like a beauty queen it. with short hair because you just get so used to that giant pageant right. hair. Man, nobody can, not everyone can pull off short hair. It's well, she looks great. She's got it. Uh, Ray Romano gets asked often about a possible revival of Everybody Loves Raymond. And he says that it's uh, out of the question. He well, yeah, says, the, the the parents are well, gone. Well, that's what he said. He's, you know, like my they mom, were my parents, Peter Boyle and Doris Roberts have passed away. And he said reboots are never as good. And her mom is gone. It was uh, Mona from Who's the Boss? Catherine Hellman. Uh huh. On the other hand, Tony Danza says he's still up for that Who's the Boss revival. Oh, that's weird. So it was announced. They should in 2020, but nothing has happened. I guess. So he, they asked him about it, and he said, uh, I'm just waiting to hear like everybody else. <laughs> Poor Tony. He got all excited in 2020, like, hey, we're bringing the show back. They should. I mean, I don't know what Jonathan's doing, but the other three are gr- great, working. Yeah, Judith Light's been in a bunch she's of all- things in the last, like, five years. She's bigger than she's ever been. Yeah. Mona, um, Mona, she gone, right? And I guess Tony's yeah. in, okay. somebody, ne- the guy next to me on the plane the other day, I was flying, uh, <laughs> was watching something <laughs> that Tony did. Uh, those power, the Book of Power, those shows. I don't know. He's he's, in, oh. he's like a big character now. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking power. about. Is it just called Power? Might be called Power. I think. Oh, it's is it on Showtime? Power. I was gonna say Stars. I don't. Oh, know. Oh, that might be right. It looks cool. If you want to see Jennifer Lopez's Christmas tree? You can. 
whole lot of gold. It's up on the blog today if you want to check it out. Katie Couric is going to be a grandma. Her daughter, Carrie, broke the news to her before they uh, left to go to a Taylor Swift show. This was earlier this year, but they just put the video up. Uh, but you can see the video on the blog, and, you know, it's Katie Couric. She's laughing. But it made me laugh because you can hear her daughter at the end of it because she's smiling and laughing. And their daughter, you say, you're laughing so weird. And I, I enjoyed that. I was like, you know, kids. Like, you just got to take it out of you. Kids. You can't kids. just enjoy mom's moment. They're like, you're laughing weird, mom. <laughs> Like, I'm Katie Kirk. Uh, don't forget, on TV tonight, you got the vo voice finale, 8 o'clock this evening. See how Ruby Lee does fingers crossed. I'm Brando, your Hollywood outsider. We have tickets to give to you. We sure do. Those Harlem Globetrotters are coming in just a few weeks uh, to the Enterprise Center. We've got four whole tickets for you. You can buy them. They're on sale now. Tickets still remain. Or uh, get four right now if you are caller number 10. 314-954-1065 or in Illinois, 618-398-1065. Call now for Harlem Globetrotters tickets. Good luck. The Courtney Show. Congratulations to Annie Triber of St. Charles. She is very excited to win these Harlem Globetrotter tickets. Uh, she has a family four-pack of tickets to see the annual appearance of Harlem Globetrotters January 6th at the Enterprise Center. Don't miss the Harlem Globetrotters back at the Enterprise Center. In just a few weeks, you can get all the info on our website, 1065thearch.com. It's also where you can request the GTG song of the day. I know you guys put a lot of requests in last week for money. This is totally free, free of charge. And around uh, 9.55 this morning, we will play one of your requests. Make it a good one. Mm -hmm. Like something, you know, this is the final shows for mm -hmm. the year. My final show yeah. of the year. Could probably be a Christmas song, too. I mean, if you really want to embrace the season. Do we I have like Christmas it. songs? We, we got, got some. There's one about St. Louis we definitely Because there's certain people that... <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Who would that be? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, we, that is available as well. But, yeah, it'd be nice to... There's some stuff in To there. end the show today with some holiday spirit. You know what? I bet we have. I bet we have that uh, Pretender song. Oh, it's the best. Have yourself heard, a merry little Christmas. I haven't heard that one. This I, year. That is a really strong one. Not a single uh, St. Louis reference in it, but it is <laughs> it's pretty good. A little more Ohio stuff, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought I could. I would ask you guys uh, about these different things. There's this author. His name is Dan Butner, and he's a best-selling author. He traveled the globe studying how people live long, happy lives. And he just did a, a an interview, and he laid out the top eight habits of the world's happiest people. So I'm going to give you the what he says, and we'll see how many of these fit us. Community, mm. hobbies, no. diet. They didn't say sleep. Did gardening. It? There is one food-related thing. Okay, you ready? There's a lot of sleep on here. Okay, you ready? I'm going to yeah. go with... This is number one. I don't know if these are in order of most important, but this is number one. Get at least eight hours of sleep. Nope. <clears throat> Does that mean that these people slept that much when they were in their 40s? I don't know. It says the happiest people sleep eight to nine and a half hours a night. Nine and a half? Nine and a half. When you were out, Chris, Haley came in because uh, Brandon was fishing. She slept for 17 hours one night. Really? We can't even call it night. One. Yeah. One time. <laughs> yeah. Cycle so of the moon. Jealous. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we don't have that point. Uh, mm. Next one. Eat a plant-based breakfast. Mm. Oh, okay. 
Uh, peanuts. Peanut butter. Maybe. Stay away from too much meat and dairy in the morning. Sugary cereal is not good to be happy either. I'm just, he's interviewing people all over the globe. Mm-hmm. This Good is what. Is long life, right? Yeah, he doesn't, does it say long life? Oh, this is just happy. Happy. Yeah. I mean, oh, I know. Captain Crunch makes me pretty happy. <laughs> I know I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. Socialize. The more the better. Ideally, with people you like. <laughs> <laughs> I like that added on that. I think I That's get the a. the tricky part. I get a point for that. Right? So far, I've won. Uh, volunteer. People who tend to feel happier, more satisfied with their lives, have and have fewer symptoms of depression. Uh, people that volunteer. Get a point there for the baseball stuff, Yeah, but it's also people that exhibit those things are probably more likely to volunteer. Yes. All right. Here you go. I know numbers. I take, know data. Mm-hmm. Take naps. Man, we're not taking th- them because we can. I get three on this. Want to? It's because we. Have eh, to. But the naps are also uh, broken them. down into specifics. Mm-hmm. Quick power naps of thirty minutes or less leave us more focused, creative, and product and productive. And that's on top of the nine and a half hours he wants you to get a night. I we're just trying to get nine to those and a nights. half. That's what he's. It's, he says happiest. People sleep eight to nine and a half hours. Nine and a half. So much sleep. All right. Have faith. So it doesn't matter what you believe in. Studies show that people who have her faith or are religious are more more likely to, to describe themselves as very happy. All right. Okay. Next. Limit TV and social media. Oh, well, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break. What do you say limit? You. Okay. They the ideal amount is no more than thirty minutes a day of each. Uh, I where are these people? Where are you. these people living? I hear you on social media, but TV. Yes, TV. There's so many things that are uplifting and happy. Yeah, it's I can. I mean, beautiful. It just depends on what yes. you're watching. Yes. All right, and then this one is uh, not doable for most of us, but don't work full time. You won't be happy if you can't make ends meet, but in a perfect world, part-time is better. People who work less than 35 hours a week tend to be the happiest overall. Yeah, because somebody else is in the relationship paying all the bills. Yeah, probably. right. They're like, sugar, this is great. Little sugar mama or sugar daddy. I work about 20 hours a week at the library. Hearing this list made me very unhappy. I know. So this guy is not good I at his know. job. I know. I don't like this fella. All right, well, this is, what, this is us. We are well, not a happy, happy show. Nope. Maybe next year we'll strive for more balance in our lives. All right, let's go do the show until nine. Totally. Yeah. Sounds like a plan to me. And then we'll nap. That Friday off thing is sounding. Oh, yeah. uh Hey. (laughs) Hey. Hey. You you can do it. (laughs) Can I? I don't think I can. I don't think that's been approved. I like how you're approving it for me. No, I'm just you're, you're closer your to it than anybody else. I am closer <laughs> to it. The Courtney Show. Timmy looks at the numbers. Timmy looks at the numbers. Timmy looks at the numbers. I'm Timmy, and these are the numbers. Reminding you that I'm at the Westport Funny Bone headlining January 11th through 14th. Tickets are on sale now. They make great Christmas gifts, by the way. Tickets to the funny bone, so get on that. Uh, I got a bit of a smor- smor- smorgasbord. It's, it's a got, hard it's word. It's got some numbers, just some surveys that they're doing out there. A few things I found interesting. Uh, number one, some of these companies, 
people are venting about the cheap and terrible holiday bonuses they received, right? Because people expect, you know, big part of a Christmas vacation, Chevy Chase, he thinks oh, he's yeah, going to yeah. get I mean, do co- What's the percentage of it? companies that give holiday bonuses? Yeah, it's, I feel I like think it's, it's rare. Oh, like just a ho- I have no idea. I, I have mean, absolutely no idea. I think one time in my entire career, we got some cash. There's like a year-end bonus a lot of people get, but a lot, a lot of that doesn't pay out until kind of the next year. So is there a Christmas thing? I don't know. We used to get stuff here. My last job I got was a Christmas bonus. Money. Yearly bonus. That was a oh, real yeah. job, though. Yeah, that was a real job. Suit. Um, it was a suit job. It was a suit job. I've, I've worked for companies that do it, but it's, it seems like 50-50 maybe. So much, but in yeah. radio, oh, it's not happening anymore. We used to get a Thanksgiving bonus here. Here? Yes. Really? What, like a ham? Money? Uh, no, it was a gift card to Schnooks, I believe. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I great. love Schnooks, man. I was part-time. That's impressive. That's real impressive. Maybe the part-time is the only people that got it. I think the full-timers got more. I think oh. they just felt bad for us. They're like, oh, I'll give them something. Uh, some of these things that people were vending about. Uh, a sales team, their holiday bonus was a book. They all each got a book. It was a book on how to be better at sales. Oh, <laughs> man. Just don't give That's anything. pretty then. funny, though. Some people got a, a $10 Starbucks gift card from their office. Uh, cheesecake factory workers were given a cheesecake from Costco. <laughs> Not even from their own place. <laughs> work at Cheesecake That stinks. Uh, a mandatory work party that costs money to attend. Ooh. Oh, man. Oh, come on. $30 DoorDash voucher and a subscription to a Jelly of the Month club. Well, that's isn't that what from the movie vacation gift that keeps on Uh, giving? Maybe it was they were being funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, One person said uh, we were told that we got nothing. Management's excuse was, "Well, not everyone celebrates Christmas, so it wouldn't be fair." (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, corporate they don't call it a Christmas bone. It's a yearly. You know, you sometimes you have like rating or like uh, share in the profits, stuff like that. Yeah. Don't have to call it a Christmas bonus. Yeah, uh, BuzzFeed did a survey, "Never Have I Ever" survey, and found uh, percentage of people that said they've never peaked at a present. You guys ever peaked? Oh, at a oh yeah, I yeah, I yeah. I don't. I'm sure I have, but I don't remember. Oh doing yeah, it. I did I, on accident. Like yeah. I wasn't. Yeah, sometimes you find. I wasn't it. looking, but it, I was like hiding. I think we were playing hide and go seek in my grandma's house, and I went to hide like under their bed, and I looked under the bed, and I was like, "That's a Y wing." Like a Star Wars toy, I'm like, that's probably mine. Wow, dang it! Did you play it cool or did you? Oh yeah, I played it. All. You just and then you were all surprised when you got yeah, it. I was like, oh my god! We, uh, this is a bit that's been going on for a long time. This time of year, when you're walking around my parents' house in my own. And you, you walk like anywhere other than the kitchen. You go, all right, I'm not looking. Don't worry, Mom. I'm not looking. I'm not going to see anything. Don't worry, especially when you go upstairs. And she's like, you're not funny. I don't have anything. Yeah, mine definitely was not on accident. I knew. Oh, your M&M's oh. scandal? Yeah, no, the, no, no, no. That was a gift. Okay. I was giving that yeah. for somebody. <laughs> but there was a closet in our house in O'Fallon. And, oh, yeah. I you had, intentionally went in? Oh, yeah. I, I played with I... that Dorothy Hamill doll prior to. And then you would put it back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no Did you way. act surprised when you got it? Oh, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did your mom know this? I think I found my, I remember before that, I mean, it's, she doesn't care now. I remember I found Avon was huge when I was little. Like Avon, there are these giant lips and you open the lips up and there was lip, like lip gloss. And I remember I put some lip gloss on. Oh, <laughs> nice. Man, From man. the giant lips. Mm. Oh man. 26% of people say they've never peaked at a present. 39% claim they've never re-gifted anything. 
Oh, I've re-gifted. That's part of the... Yeah, like if there's a gift card and I'm like, man, I got to get something, but they would love this. I have, but I think I've told somebody, like, I got this, but I think... Oh, I'm not telling them. Oh, really? Mm-mm. It depends. Sometimes you get a thing that you don't that you know would be yeah. perfect for somebody else. Forty-eight uh, percent of people have never forgotten to buy gifts for. Some, I mean, that's insane. And sixty-eight never, percent say I they've mean, never gone caroling. Oh, I've never gone caroling. I do it yearly. I think I did when I was young. We went caroling. Really? Yeah. In a, in like an official capacity. I think like it was more of a door. thing back in the day. Yeah. yeah. People aren't really doing it. Now. Yeah. It, I think I had one sometime in the last few years, and it made me so uncomfortable. It is yeah. uncomfortable. Just like, what are you supposed? You're supposed to. Grab your family and put your arms around each other while you just watch these strangers sing. Well, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. It's like my biggest nightmare. We did it in junior high, but we went to houses that wanted us to be there. Yes, you that knew makes the house. It was like yes. parents and grandparents yeah, and stuff I think of, we were the, just, of the chorus. I think we were just ringing doorbells and singing. I think. Yikes! That's Couldn't do that now. Oh, man. Get- oh. oh, I can't believe that that used to happen all the time. Yes, you're, it, it's uncomfortable. And then I think you're supposed to give them money. Oh, and, and figgy pudding. You what? demanded in that one song, like oh. over and over again. You gotta give them money? Yeah, I think so. Because they're doing it for charity? Yeah. Weird. Those are your numbers. Yeah. I'm Timmy. <laughs> this is The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. Brandos, Randos. Brandos, Randos. So there was this guy driving in Scotland, and he had to sneeze. And he's like, I'm not going to let this one go. I'm going to try to hold this sneeze in. So he closed his mouth and pinched his nose. Oh. But he couldn't stop it. He still sneezed. And he tore a hole in his throat. Oh, my God. Scan showed a two-millimeter tear in his windpipe. The technical term is spontaneous tracheal perforation. Say it rarely happens. I was gonna say, how often does this happen? Very, very rare. Thankfully, he's okay. He didn't need surgery or anything. They just uh, the tear basically healed itself. Within so a few what? Weeks. Did he know right away when it happened? Like, yeah, I don't know. Sure. I mean, I probably hurt. Do you think your it would hurt your ears too? Yeah. Well, that's what they say. You know, you gotta like let the sneeze happen. But you, I've had to. Have you ever had to, like, had to hold a sneeze in? Like, you could not sneeze. You were not allowed to sneeze. Why are you hiding in a closet while no? Killers- I had I got I had a couple of uh, fractures in my uh, oh. orbital bone. Like I got hit with a baseball and I had like two cracks in my eye, basically. And they were like, "Yeah, it's no big deal. There's you know you, it'll heal within blah 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 blah." And they said, "By the way, don't sneeze." Well, that's a terrible thing. I'm like, what? Oh, that'd be terrible. What happens? They're like, well, if you blow your nose really hard or you sneeze, oh. you could get air up in like your eye socket, oh. and we'd have to do surgery. Oh. And so for like two months, I couldn't sneeze. And so anytime it would start to come, you're like, oh God, what would you, you do? What would you do? I don't, I don't even know what I did. You probably don't even realize how often you have to sneeze. Yeah. So I did the whole nose pinch thing, I remember. Uh, and like just whatever. And you, the fear is then you do that little half sneeze. That and that pe- one, that one yeah. hurts even worse. Because you're holding it. You're yes. holding back. It, there's something about letting it out. Oh. That feels really good. It was awful. Man. Don't hold in your sneeze, though. Unless you break your orbital bone, which in that case, you gotta. 
Best-selling author James Patterson just gave $300,000 in Christmas bonuses, we just talked about this, uh, to employees at independent bookstores around the country. That's awesome. So 600 people got $500 each. So he just split it up with all these different all these different uh, independent That's bookstores. They were all nominated by their boss or That's members cool. of the community. So somebody would be like, I like to go to this bookstore, and these people are great. And so he wrote a big, huge check to 600 different people for $500 a piece. Oh, That's nice. Cool. That's nice. Way to go, Patterson. Way to go. The high-end fashion house Hermé, is how you say it, isn't it? Uh, it's worth, so the company is worth $220 billion. Isn't it Hermes? It's it with is. an S. I didn't know yeah. if, the, if you do the S or not. It's Hermé. It looks like Hermes. <laughs> I want to be a dentist. Uh, one of the heirs to the Hermes fortune uh, is this 80-year-old guy named Nicholas. Uh, he is worth somewhere in the neighborhood of $11 billion, and that's probably Lord. before the you know his slice comes from this company. Anyway, $11 billion this guy has. He's 80 years old. They're asking him, like, hey, what are you going to do with all your money when you croak? They're a billionaire. He's never had kids. He wants to leave his entire fortune to his former gardener. gardener. What? Yep. We don't even know this guy's name. It's uh, like Chauncey Gardner. Chauncey Gardner. He's 51. The gardener is. He used to work for Nicholas as a gardener and a handyman. And he's, he's like family to yeah, him. Yeah, he said he's become like family. Uh, he said he and his wife already live with him. I guess he's just like, you don't have to be the gardener anymore. Just hang out, man. I like it. You're cool. Nicholas <laughs> is reportedly trying to legally adopt this guy so as an adult. So it's easier. Yeah, to make the whole passing down. Oh, no way. So this hey, is man. legit. It's those not just guys, like. Those rich. Those gardeners just keep getting richer, right? Man. That's how it works. There's something sweet. Oh, for sure. Good yeah. that Sweet guy. about that story. Yep. Uh, scientists at the I don't know why, because you know why? Because I'm picturing Peter Sellers, yeah, who a... wasn't all there. No, he was a sweet man. And being though. there. It's a great movie. Well, I've never seen that. Chauncey Gardner. I love Peter Sellers. Oh, you would. If you've never seen it. Do yourself a favor. It's I think amazing. we've talked about this yeah, it's before. so good. I tried, couldn't find it. Uh, scientists at the SETI Institute had a full conversation with a humpback whale. They used recordings played on underwater speakers. They think it's the first time anyone's truly had a conversation with a whale. Remember, SETI uh, stands for Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. So they were practicing in case we ever need to talk to aliens. They like, practiced on a whale. Let's work out work out the kinks with the whales, and then if aliens show up, if they happen to be whales that show up that are aliens, bonus. But either way, we've already talked to a different species. We're ready for this. You should get AI in on this I think animal so. communication. Yeah. They'll figure it out. A male birth control pill uh, that could be 99% effective is now being tested on men in the UK. Uh, researchers at Texas A&M say if a couple is trying for a baby, the guy should stop drinking for at least three months. Oh, I guess this is a separate story. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what does that have to do with that? This was an ad- aside adjacent to birth control. So the male birth control okay. could be 99% effective. That's being tested on men in the UK. Stop. Next story. <laughs> researchers at Texas A&M say if a couple is trying for a baby... The guy should stop drinking for at least three months. That's how babies are made. It's because of alcohol. I mean, half the babies in the world are here. 
His mom and dad were drunk. And we just found a huge deposit of lithium at the bottom of the Salton Sea in California. So we were looking for lithium because we needed for them batteries. They say this deposit of lithium is worth around $450 billion. They say it's enough to make batteries for 382 million electric cars. Because that's been the thing that's been holding back oh, wow. electric cars. They're like, we need tons of lithium and things to make these batteries. So who um, gets this lithium? Who gets rich off this? Yeah, whoever, who whoever found it? Whoever gets there first. It's a lithium rush. Let's go. No, I, whoever founded it, I'm assuming. Can you just buy the yeah, ocean floor? right. Were they looking for lithium? Is that why they found it? I don't know. I mean, surely you're looking for it, right? <laughs> I, don't, just, I just don't know. How would you, and how would you the know ocean? if you weren't that it was that? Yeah. You know, they looked out. You're like, hey, I think Is there's this, some lithium uh, down there. This lithium? <laughs> hey, Craig, you got a lithium guy you can call? You got a tester? Let's Put your tongue on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's uh, charged. My, my phone died down here, so this is... <laughs> a lot of this is great. Let me put my Plug phone it on this. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, it's that's, lithium. That's Brando's. Brando's, Brando's. Brando's, Brando's. First five notes on 106.5 The Arch. First Five Notes is brought to you by Carol House Furniture. Ha- Happy holidays from Carol House Furniture. Wishing you nice things this holiday season. Our contestant for First Five Notes is Chris from Dittmer. How you doing, Chris? Pretty good. How are you? Great. We have some uh, tickets for New Kids on the Block when they come to town with Paula Abdul and DJ Jazzy Jeff. They're going to be at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater on June 22nd. All you have to do, Chris, is get two out of three in First Five Notes Whole show's back for one day. Uh, who do you want to play against? Uh, let's go against Chris. Ooh, oh, a classic yeah. Chris meet Chris matchup. Uh-huh. Meet. All right. It's like he's he's a little. Uh, he's not <laughs> on musty. top of his game. Maybe he's been trying he's to very... identify songs this morning off the air, and it's not going. Really. No, it's not good. <laughs> Battle of the Chris's. Here we go. Here's song number one. Uh, that's Evanescence. Yeah, it is. Yeah. There's so much confidence. I like it. It's a good thought. I love that one. <laughs> Pretty good. Where's the wick me up? Where's that guy now? That's what I'm always wondering. But enough, right. about, me. But enough about me, Chris. Here's this song is number... about the Chris's. <laughs> Here's song number two. <laughs> That's what it's Nailed called. It. That's what Chris's do. They sing the answer. Mm-hmm. You can always count on a Chris. <laughs> Great Lewis work, Chris. You got it. You won. You got it. There you yeah. go. You got the tickets. You won the game. But a guy like you strikes me as someone who wants to go for the Hall of Fame. Is that accurate? Absolutely. Here's song number three. Oh, that's um, uh, Everclear. No, 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 no. Close. Uh, Oh. You're right there. First part is right. Not first. You know what it's, you know what it's like? Oh, what it's like. Said it. Nice. nice. That's, a, that's a clean sweep. Everlast. Yes, yeah. but you were right there, Chris, the whole time. Oh. I consider that Hall of Fame worthy for yeah. sure. Yeah. Congratulations. Yes. Right. <laughs> we have tickets. You big NKOTB fan, Chris? 
the wife this, so she's going to be super excited. Oh, good. I think Evanescence might be opening, so just keep an eye <laughs> no, on No, you're mistaken. Boy. It's Paul Abdul, DJ well, Jazzy Jeff. I get them confused. Too much star power. Mm-hmm. You don't want too much. Uh, New Kids on the Block is uh, going to be at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater on June 22nd. Congrats to Chris and the wife. They have a pair of tickets to see that show. We'll have another pair to give away tomorrow on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. Don't forget to get that Great Taste Gang song of the day in. Uh, I know you guys requested a lot on Friday, but this is free of charge. We'll end the show every day with your pick. As a request, you just have to go to 1065thearch.com to put that request in. In just a few minutes, you're going to hear it. That's how quick we turn this thing around. It's really incredible, the technology. Mm-hmm. It really is. Uh, Chris is back, which means he's been, uh, you know, just on the text line all day. Lots of texts coming in. People happy to hear you back on the air? Yeah, it seems like people are, you know, relatively happy. They like that we're all together. That's what they like. Yeah, that's nice. For, like- for a few more minutes, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Trish said Dittmer Chris brought it this morning. Well done. He really did. He was ready to go. I forgot to ask him uh, how often he flies, you know, because... I know that's a Chris trait. Yeah, that's definitely more of a Chris thing than an anybody fly else. Fly often. I, I mean, it, but there's exceptions. How much did you fly over the past three weeks? Um, a fair amount because I went. I actually not that much. I mean, I went from LA from, from here to LA. I haven't flown a fair amount since I was a teenager. Well, fair, so, fair amount lot. for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't want to. Like, for me, it's very, very little. But, yeah, (laughs) just St. Louis to L.A., L.A. to Spokane, Seattle to St. Louis. Okay. That's still... I mean, for me, that would be... That's a whole year year. worth of flying. Yeah, I just did it in a few days. Amateur hour for me. (laughs) (laughs) L.A. to Spokane barely counts. (laughs) It's quite a flight from St. Louis to there, right? To Seattle? Yeah. Yes, no joke. Four plus on the way there. Uh, But then it's like... Three and change. In the it's because of the jet stream. Uh, I've heard that about is. that jet stream. Yeah. The jet stream will get you back there. Hmm. No problem. Co-pilot Carrie texted and said, Chris, see if Courtney can tell you the story a texter told about the Mexican radio song they played Friday. Oh, it was a great story. I mean, it was sad. So Thursday evening, uh, I can't remember the name. I know it's there somewhere, but I don't have time to think of it. Uh, they lost their mom. And so they were like, you know, and, you know, obviously just sad. And they thought, you know what? I'm going to turn on the show because I know they're doing the radio thon and it'll uplift me. And when they turned it on, Mexican radio was on. And it was a big song for her and her mom because they used to sing it all the time because it was on MTV in the early days. And so it was like an inside joke. And she was like, it was my mom's way of saying, I'm here. Oh, okay. You know, and mm-hmm. so nice. she was really, it just brought her some joy on a really hard day that next day. So it was really sweet. Love that. All right, somebody texted in, caroling at nursing homes is the way to go because they actually enjoy it. <laughs> and, they yeah. can't get, and they can't get away as I fast. Think, I think that's what <laughs> maybe what we did too. Because we'd do a lot of nursing home visits well, when we you were, were in, in the, school. We were in the hood. I remember going from street to street. Gene texted and said, not only did I have the Mr. Cotter doll, I also had a pair of Spud McKenzie high tops back in the day. Ooh. I love Spud McKenzie. I didn't yeah. know they made Spud McKenzie shoes. I didn't either. That sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, that that really hit you, right? Mm-hmm. Mr. Shoe Guy. 
Leslie from Florissant says, with all this resolute <laughs> desk talk, I kind of want to watch National Treasure. We got a few texts about the res- resolute desk and how they talk about it in National Treasure. Two. Oh, Part Nicholas. two. Nick Cage. The Nick Cage. I think I've version. seen that movie. They did a bunch more, too, didn't they? I think so. They did more than two? Oh, uh, maybe not. Two extras or movies? Two movies. Wasn't there a series they tried to do? I thought there was with Noah Wiley. Oh, no, that's a different thing. I think I'm thinking the librarians. The librarians. Yes. But they were with the librarians. Things. Librarians was like a similar, it was during the Da Vinci Code time. Uh, so they were all doing those nerd stories. I liked them though. I read those Da Vinci Code. I books. did too. National Treasure. Treasure. It looks like there, yeah, there's a few things. Edge of History is one. That might be the series. Yeah, that's a series. No cage in that one. I found the uh, Spuds McKenzie tennis shoes. Sneakers. They're they're sweet, but uh, she should have held on to them because these are being. How do we sold know she for, didn't? Oh, maybe she did. There's a, these are up for uh, auction, ninety three dollars. The Mister Cotter doll just cracks me up. Can you imagine I, I asking? Can't believe that exists. For Christmas, I want the Mister Cotter doll. He had a briefcase too. Mr. Cotter. <laughs> I can't. Don't even understand it. Disney Plus had a National Treasure series. Oh my gosh! These yeah. are different ones. These are going for one hundred and forty-two dollars. And apparently, they're making a uh, National Treasure three. I like this text. My husband's name is Elliot. He does not want an ET sequel. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, he doesn't Poor want guy. that name to gain more popularity. Elliot. You can only hear Elliot in the ET voice so many times. I'll be right here. National Treasure <laughs> series carry or, uh, canceled after one season. Wow. Oh. So not successful. No cage. Mm-hmm. My 12-year-old was telling me about the Resolute Desk while Chris was talking. And I was like, how do you know this? And he said, National Treasure. <laughs> oh, that is so <laughs> funny. Yeah. Popular movie. Katie from St. Charles says, the Mexican radio story just broke and warmed my heart all at once. Thanks for sharing. That's nice. That's very nice. Well, dang it. I was going to bring a breakfast pizza to the studio after we did our thing that afternoon. But I... Assumed there was lots of food already. That's from Berta. Lots of baked goods, like brownies and cookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melissa dropped some stuff off from Pite Size Bakery, which is incredible. Um, so we had lots of sweets. Yep. Not the savory. You needed the savory. Yeah, really missing. You needed a meal. Yes. Needed a meal. I made a. I did make a frozen pizza when I got home, though, from the. Radiothon. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah? Well, I'd had it in my head all day. Yeah, sure. There's no pizza. not having pizza after having it in your head all day. You hooked mm-hmm. us hard. I wonder what happened. I'd like to find out how that fell through. Yes. I think there's one whole, person that knows. Thing. Yeah. And her name is Emily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys can ask her about it Friday. Really? Get in on yes. it. Yes. Find out what Such happened. a good opportunity for... People that have sponsored the show in the past to bring some stuff in. It wasn't even, it was going to be, um, I heard too, it was Mellow Mushroom. What? Yeah. And I had just had it like a week or two before, before the Countess Luann show. I should have called Benny's. Countess Luann, by the way. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> that was like a thumbs her down if you're listening or the, at home. The show the or whole all of the essence. Above. I mean, really? you knew what you were getting into. I knew, though. I knew. Yeah. 
So what did you have to do? I was ju- I was like Donahue in the crowd with a microphone. You're no. not going to believe this. A bit of an ego on the woman who refers to herself <laughs> as the countess. <laughs> what? And does a full cabaret uh. show despite the fact that she can't sing. That's yeah. shocking. I know. And not, not enough, like, cabaret-sounding songs, in my opinion. What kind of song? <laughs> she doing, like, The Wind Beneath My Wings or something? No, but, like, she I'd did I'd have gotten to see that. She did a Fleetwood Mac song. Uh, How did she that's sound? Not a cabaret. Like a real housewife. <laughs> With a landslide. I think she was saving all her big again. stuff for the end, and I didn't stay that long. Um, like her Money Can't Buy You class. I'm sure that's the end. Right. Uh, Giovanni, Feeling Giovanni, whatever that, that song. There's another Diva song. She did that. <laughs> was it close. a packed house? There were like a thousand people there. Where was it? At the factory. My first time there. Incredible venue. I'd never been there before. Yeah, it's good. They, they spent a lot on like the sound stuff. It's real. Yeah, the sound so, was great. And it mm-hmm. maybe so could you, have been did, worse. Did you meet her? Did you meet her? No, because the meet and greet was after. Oh, she was okay. kind of dismissive to me. It was all about me finding. Courtney was just in the audience, like taking questions with people, holding the mic, Phil Donahue style. And then the countess was like, find hotter people. <laughs> she didn't say that, but. That was the directive? Did like somebody come talk Nick, to you? That was Nick, that was what Nick thought. Should have just went and ask, had Nick ask a question. She no, been, I went over. I had to get over there, heels. I had to get there early. People were telling Nick, "You're a good man for coming with her." Like, because it like large amounts of females in groups having a good time. I mean, they were all having a good uh, time. Maybe I should have come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she missed out. <laughs> all right. Thanks everybody who texted in to the show today. We. We really appreciate it. Even the people that texted about the class ring. That was like a thousand people. Oh, yeah. There was probably a so lot. much class Sorry ring about that. texting. Really touched off a debate. Uh, so thanks to everybody who texted in on the Cheney window and or just a regular text line. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> no, it is Cheney, Cheney window. window. Cheney yeah. window. Yeah. More so now. We're all yeah. good. It Cheney. is like a, I mean, it is solidly Cheney window. And oh, door. really? Yeah, they yeah. signed up for... A hundred years. hundred years. <laughs> Cheney window and door. Cheney window and door. hundred years. Uh, so thank you. <laughs> Thanks to Cheney window and door. We really like you. Uh, go ahead and text us any old time. 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. That's it for me, folks. That's, That's a, a wrap. wrap on Courtney Landrum for 2023, everybody. I'm out. Big year. Second rap for Courtney this month. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big year. You did a song at the pageant. You raised a whole lot of money. I can't believe you missed my performance. You seen video? Oh, yeah. yeah people, that, that was the first video I got that. Yeah, night. he texted me a few times. You were very It was supportive. awesome. I really wish I would have gone. I know. I was were, so bummed to not be there. It was a great show. People yeah. loved it. The pageant, such an awesome venue. And I'm sure... Uh, It'll be back bigger than ever next year. And you got the uh at the Dome the next punk? year. <laughs> Maybe Lola can do uh, like a little ballet thing at one That'd of these things. Great. So Lola <laughs> came in studio. She uh, brought down some gifts uh, because last Friday, her mom, Carrie, sent in a donation and really wanted uh, us to mention that there are two cats that they've had for a few years. They're sisters and they are... Demi and Danny. Lola, you can come up to a microphone if you want. Are you there? Hi, Lola. I think so. Okay. Oh, yeah, she's there. <laughs> Lola is adorable. And uh, Lola's mom, Carrie, sent in a bunch of 
gifts for us, which is so sweet. You guys can take some of them. Are they all cat stuff? It's mostly cat stuff, but there's apparently there's a dog thing in there. There's a dog thing, and there's two other toys, and I don't remember what they are, but one of them is a cat toy, but they're wrapped. Well, okay. so uh, Friday, we posted the cats on the Courtney Show page. Mm-hmm. So go take a look at these cats. They're sisters. They're kind of shy. Uh, you guys foster cats all the time. How many in how many years? Um, we've probably had over 100 cats in the Ooh. past five years. That's a lot of cats. But these two, they just, they are a little shy. Mm-hmm. And so they have not gotten adopted. Courtney's also had about 100 cats in the last five years. They all leave. So their names are, what is it? Demi. Demi and Danny. Uh-huh. And they're very, very shy. They're really shy. Once you get to know them, they are super loving, but it can take a couple months with them because they just take they're a lot gonna of hide. trust. Yeah. yeah. But Danny, I haven't been home a lot recently, but she's been sleeping on my lap and super snuggly all the time. Aww. Yeah, we want to get them a home, but we would like them to go together, right? Yes. Yeah, because they're sisters. They're bonded sisters. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, you can see the post and all the information. I tagged Carrie's Facebook page as well. I think she put something on the GTG page, mm-hmm. uh, but thank you. Thank of you, course. Lola. You're just adorable. Lola is a ballerina. Yeah. <laughs> And Lola looks like Britt Robertson. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know you could just answer a question that way. Like, what do you do? Well, I'm a ballerina. I know she said I'm a ballerina. I'm she like, ballerina? She, she messing with I us? I want to be a ballerina. <laughs> I don't know any I didn't know any ballerinas until right like now. A, you know, I'm like a ballerina or something. When I was young, I knew ballerinas, but they weren't really ballerinas. They were they they just, on trees back then. I said they were ballerinas. Yes, I mean, they were, they had one toe in the ballerina world. Get it? Yeah, I get it. Right. Stuff on the toe. That's pretty good, right, Lola? Yeah. <laughs> Lola's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, on the blog today at 1065thearch.com, you can see Jennifer Love Hewitt and uh, all the filters. You can see Madonna calling out Andy Cohen at her concert. Trisha Yearwood, she got bangs cut. That's the big difference. Um, but the best thing, I think, is that su- is that share thing. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you got to see it. You just can't, don't even, didn't even know it existed in the world. It is share with the help of 1970s technology uh, acting out West Side Story by herself. Yes. That show was only on for two years, and I think we know why. Yes. Yes. The story is spelled regularly. (laughs) What's your stance on share? Um, I like her in the Pee Wee Christmas special. Oh. (laughs) Okay, nice. She knows her. She knows her. Yeah, that's great. Terrible um, ballerina. Yeah. <laughs> um, another another uh, link on the blog today. The Today Show put out their the most popular recipes that they've had on their show in 2023. That might be if you'd like to cook. I mean, it's just a link to me. But for cooks, you might like to see some of these recipes. That link is up at 1065thearch.com. Take it away, Timmy. 1065thearch.com, also where you can request a great Taste Gang song of the day. We got a bunch today, which we appreciate, so keep those things coming. Uh, open for your request anytime at all. You can request one just like Joanne Mills did, a uh, little Christmas song she wanted to hear. It's some Billy Squire. It is Christmas is the time to say I love you. Your great oh, Taste Gang song one. of the day. One more time for Courtney Landrum in 2023. Thank you. Yeah, that's a wrap. Thank you for all your support. Really well. strong, strong stuff. Good year. Uh, and, that's... and one more time for our favorite ballerina. Hey! Lola. Lola. Hey. Uh, all right, Billy Squire's taking you guys out. Have a great day. Old boys, we'll be here tomorrow at 6 a.m. Don't miss it. Thanks for listening. Well, guys, that was another great podcast. Thanks for listening. If you're hungry, we have food for you at Salt and Smoke. 
at various locations. Saltandsmokebarbecue.com. 314-727-0200. 